0: The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Broadway Media, ExactWare, or any school district, their respective managements or employees.
1: Oh, hello everyone, this is your captain speaking. Oh, hi, it's Carrie. Uh, listen, a couple of things about this episode I wanted to uh, tell you about uh, before we get started here. Uh, first of all, you need to stay till the very end if you're an Entourage fan, uh, because once again, our very own Jimmy Martin, off in Hollywood interviewing famous people, and uh, he went to the Entourage uh, movie junket, um, and he got to interview, and, and these are at the end of this episode, like I said, Haley Joel Osment. Yes, him. Ronda Rousey and he talks Pokemon with Ronda Rousey she loves it and uh, also uh, yeah that's the MMA fighter for those of you who don't know Uh, undefeated Uh, also uh, Kevin Dillon and Adrian Greiner and Kevin Connolly all interviewed by Jimmy Martin at the very end of this podcast another thing you need to know about this episode is that the so-called broken news segment in the middle of this was recorded live on my radio show uh, Monday through Friday 6 to 10 x96.com check it out uh, we did a live version a live radio version of the geek show so uh, there, there are considerably less swears <laughs> and that will be the broken news segment right here in the middle in case you missed it broadcast live on the air we're going to stick it right here okay another thing to think about we lost BB just wanted you to think about that okay okay Let's get this underway. The episode was going to be called either Mega Dick Zord or Mega Duck Zord. Once again, my notes are fuzzy. I have terrible handwriting in it. So, we're just going to go with the original title of the episode that I have written down, and that is The Rums. I've been a long time. The Rums is the name of this episode. Please do enjoy. ShowPodcast.com and welcome to it thank you for downloading or listening to on your device our program we want to thank all of the sponsors who help pay for this party dr volt's comet connection at 2043 east 3300 south open seven days a week for you heathens holds are free and for your hold you get a 10 percent discount off purchases over 20 dollars. also open seven days a week and open way late The Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive. Classic arcade video and pinball at classic prices. And Cabin Fever, downtown Salt Lake City on 700 East, 600 South in the heart of Trolley Square Mall. All the gifts for yourself or the freak meek geek in your life. And remember to let all of our sponsors know who you are. Be sure to tell them Geek Show says hey. Earth is under attack by an insect-like
2: race. He'll be played by William Shatner, so everyone will love him.
1: Tony, we still run the disclaimer at the beginning? <laughs> now, now, this is kind of cool. I, oh, dude, have you seen me at a buffet? Well, it's Why like a hot don't dog don't with a pimple. Look, Pamela Anderson going to be in yeah. it? No. It's all about girth. It's not about length. You know that. Microscopic, I think, was the word. Instead of guns, they have no, cell phones. that was about All I see is crazy Tom
2: Cruise jumping yeah. on the couch first. I also need to know what, what's going to happen with Don Young.
3: Geekshowpodcast.com
1: Welcome back to the basement. Yeah, I yeah. like the basement.
4: Yeah, love
3: the
1: basement. Uh, yeah, uh, we're yeah. gonna get in touch with Jimmy here in a moment. he's yeah. he's gonna Skype in a little bit here. Maybe he's
3: he's, he's checking in at his room at the, Montag. but, the uh,
1: Montage. The <laughs>
3: Montage. Rum is delicious.
1: Well, let's uh, nope. let's uh, let's uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's thank uh, Jim at uh, Sugar House Distillery. Oh, Jim, yeah. thanks for
3: getting me drunk.
1: Uh, um, I love their
0: vodka. Love it. The
1: uh, we'd like to thank them uh, for a generous grant. Um, <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. Geek Show podcast brought to you by listeners like you and Jim yeah. at Sugarhouse Distillery. It was,
5: it's
1: delicious. He, uh, he gave, uh, uh, he, uh, he, he provided for me. I, I, uh, In our time of need. I accepted yeah. on behalf of and, uh, and uh, uh, promises were made to each other and uh, well, mon- you, money was exchanged. This and, uh, is a,
0: a fun fact I learned about yes. uh, Sugarhouse Distillery mm-hmm. because they were the ones giving out the free uh, vodka drinks. During uh, FanX this year, in the the lobby of the... uh, At
3: the the Monaco. At the Monaco. At Mm -hmm. the Hotel Maniac.
0: And I don't know if it was Jim I was talking to, because I can't remember very good. Um, (laughs) Why? But uh, fun (laughs) fact about Sugar House uh, Vodka and all their stuff, actually uh, brewed in Salt Lake.
1: Yeah, that's one of the few. They have their distillery in Salt Lake City. Not
0: to name names, but there's a certain supposedly brewed vodka here... It is not brewed here at all. So yeah, it it's is just, bottled here. It's, it's purchased uh, and bottled here.
3: There, yeah. there. We had uh, Carrie said, "Lee, you want to try something good?" And I said, "Yeah, let's let's try it out." And it's this Gold Reserve. Yeah. This is, was rum.
1: a limited run batch that he did of gold rum. And this bottle, this batch stuff is one, like
3: bottle number seventy eight. This <laughs> yeah this this stuff is this stuff is uh, the premium shit. Yeah. And uh, Carrie and I had a shot of that, and i Enjoy. I'm, yeah. I'm because because we've had gold
1: rums before.
3: I can see all my past lives, guys. Yeah. Oh! Yeah.
1: I mean, this stuff is pure. This is there. There is like no preservatives or anything in this. No stuff. fillers. No. Oh, it's Jimmy Martin.
3: Oh, it's Jimmy. Well, we all we had to do was talk about booze, and Jimmy yeah. shows up. <laughs> Jimmy. <there he> <laughs> uh, let, 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 let me plug in Jimmy
1: Martin. There. Jimmy. There. Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy.
5: We, we were talking about booze, and all of a sudden, you you, you call.
6: <laughs> I could feel my presence. Being our
1: uh, our friends at Sugar House Distillery uh, uh, helped us out. Abiga- yeah, you've, you've been there though. You took a tour. Yeah, I did. They're actually super cool guys over there.
3: Yeah, uh, we just we just had a gold reserve rum that uh, I think may have affected Carrie and I more than we expected.
1: Well, I'll be honest, it, it, because I love a gold rum, and they're always usually just kind of syrupy and too sweet. Right.
3: No, this this had the this was
1: brilliant. Mm. It was smooth. They, they should enter this in contests. I mean, it's that
3: good. I want to take a sippy cup of this and watch Fury Road again. Mm. And
1: uh, also, we also had a shot of the vodka. <laughs> that it, was good too, was Shannon and I. Yeah. I, I, I had
3: the vodka in there. The in vodka
1: the they specialize in, and again, yeah, it's it's fantastic. None of those extra preservatives where, and flavors are in
3: there. Now I'm, I'm asking this. I'm not even setting this up. This isn't a this isn't a serve it up so you can pitch. I, I don't even know where I can buy this stuff.
1: In, in our liquor stores.
3: In our liquor stores, oh, yeah. they have like a they have like a a place where you can buy it too. Can you, can yeah. you buy it there? Yeah, you can go, Jimmy, I,
0: we have uh, we went down uh, the yeah, it yeah, there. Yeah, to yeah, Jimmy, yeah, that one yeah, time, can. it's on like it's on like West
6: Temple, I think, and like 23rd South. All yeah, right. It's okay. West
0: It's West. Yeah. Because there's there's a
3: peach vodka I like to buy whenever I'm in Park City. But now if, if Sugar House Distillery has a place that I can stop that's, by,
0: yeah,
1: that's that's a that's a different. I know brewer. that's a different company, and but they're they, and they're great too. But they're good. They're yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, but this uh, a boy Sugar House, I'm a huge fan now.
3: I just love the fact that right here in the middle of the Zion Curtain, we yeah. can get amazing booze, and I am going to apologize because I can feel my tongue going numb. Well, right that's the thing. Now. You you
1: and I had each a shot of vodka and a shot of that gold yeah. rum, and we're on
3: empty stomachs. Yeah, and it is. Boom! Yeah, there, there that is, shit good. There is seriously, but the best part is I've also transcended space and time. And Civil <laughs> War is amazing, guys. I just saw it. Wow. Jay, you had, the, you had the silver. You had I the had, silver wrong. I, I had the gold. I had the silver. <laughs> that
1: was that was the silver. <laughs> that
5: shit was nice. All right, <laughs> like like, I, but I it's mean, like you try the silver and it's like. Well, you gave me the gold first, and then I shouldn't have led with the gold. Yeah, you was no. like, "Hey, here's the gold," because I'm, I'm like, like, "This is like, the good shit." Yeah, yeah, then I'm like, "Well, now, you know, I gotta go down and say I've had better." But I mean, like, <laughs> the gold and silver, there's a difference, and it's it's a pleasant I'm, I'm putting it up there. I'm putting <laughs> it up
3: there with the Pendleton whiskey. I like to buy Pendleton ooh, whiskey because that stuff so is good. smooth and it's got a little burn. Yeah. But then you go, "Ooh, the taste," the the gold the gold rum we just had. You know, it's in the burnt barrels and uh, it had just a nice hint of caramel to it. And uh, I didn't need any kind of chaser afterwards. Exactly, I was, like, I was you know exactly. just fine. With guys,
5: we a bunch of assholes. I want you to realize that. People, mm. this, you know what's this weird? This is a
3: Monday, and people are like
6: That's in their true. cubicles. That's true. Cubicles that, drinking di- rum during the break. I went over to the press room, and I was
1: having this exact same conversation with two other people. <laughs>
3: <laughs> weird. that was that was actually Carrie and I because we've transcended space and time. You
1: know. You know what was fun? Of, uh, the fun part of this was explaining to Tony how each one of these different ki- types of booze are made. I learned a lot. Tony learned a lot. What did you learn? That one's from a potato. What did you learn?
4: (laughs) That uh, you don't want to get drunk on rum because it's sugar-based. See? But you do want to get drunk on vodka because it's starch-based.
1: And what tequila don't don't you ever buy? Juan Cuervo. Jose.
3: Jose Jose Cuervo. (laughs) Juan is like some kind of Mexican. And what happens if you drink too much Cuervo? You poop. No, you wake up in the oh. park. Oh, no that ex- was the one you drank from yeah. the story? Yeah. Well, no recollection of how you got there. Uh, and no that way. could have
0: actually been, back in those days, it was probably El Toro. It could have been El Toro. And what else
3: did we teach you?
4: Um, well, Lee went off for about five minutes about Earth ships. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was interesting.
6: That was a long 15
4: minutes for Tony.
3: Yeah, I <laughs> know. I learned a
1: lot. Poor well, Tony. I'm, and, was... I'm, and I'm going to teach him about tequila when we take the next <laughs> break. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and I'm Santana, a, Santana, Carlos Santana is an amazing musician, uh-huh. but on tequila, he's amazing, amazing. Whoa. Do you know what
1: Carlos Santana does well?
3: What women's shoes? Oh, I'm not, I'm not, he does. I'm not kidding. He is an amazing shoe designer. I thought you said he does
5: women well. Ah. In shoes. No. shoes. Women's shoes. Really? Seriously? Like Lebaultins yeah. and shit? Like
1: yeah, like high heeled, you know, fancy shoes. I would. By also, the way,
5: ladies, if you get if you get you a pair of Leboutons, seriously,
3: I step, would also say that with uh, with half a bowl of the right. Um, Herbal ingredient, uh, black magic woman makes amazing things happen. It
1: makes sense finally. Yes, it does. All right, uh, let's introduce the panel uh, starting oh, yeah. starting directly across from me. Uh, look Mr. at poor sober Jimmy. I know oh, Jimmy. <laughs> wow what you think wow. I'm
0: sober. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys see I was watching these drinking beers in did the you, lobby? Did you find did you find mine. the bar? Did you find yeah. with corks. <laughs>
1: oh, you got some champagne. What do you got yeah. there? What is that? What or is this it, I can't see. Uh, Le Periscope Fin du Monde. Dietary. What is that? I don't know. It's beer. Oh,
3: <laughs> that, that actually means Le goose thing. poop in French. Le Fin du Monde.
1: Oh, I love goose poop. <laughs> goose poop. It's organic.
3: Uh, right across hey. from me, Mr. B. Hey. Oh,
1: nice.
0: Hi. How's it going? How you doing? Good, you know. It's fun. Pub quiz Wednesday nights? Pub quiz Wednesday, Wednesday nights. Uh, yeah, you know, just living a life. Some am uh, in the early ish parts of a relationship, right?
3: And it's adorable.
6: And we're, proud. I, we're all very proud. Of that. I love. It I love. I love you. Very love. Very adorable. Yeah, I went to prom last
2: night. Yeah,
0: but it's fun. We're learning about each other, and uh, uh, now I should have suspected this from the very uh, beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, the lady Mangler's uh, favorite candy is. Uh, it's actually one of my favorites too. Is those uh, pink. Uh, like the the wintergreen lozenges, you know that taste like uh, really chalky. Really, and they taste like Pepto Bismol. Those aren't like, really? that good. She likes those. those I like that kind it. of shit. No, we, I like them too. That's, they're really good for falafel. Well, no, yeah. Um, I, uh, I I took a shower. I stayed up there last night, and I took a shower, and I came out and uh, I walked out. She was reading. People don't read anymore. A now, book? No, she was reading a uh, Reader's Digest.
3: What? What? Is that still
6: around?
0: Yeah. Was she enhancing her oh, vocabulary? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait, was, was
3: she f- reading the magazine or, or was she reading one of their condensed books?
0: No, she was reading Reader's Digest. Humor in uniform? And come, to- <laughs> <laughs> come to find out, she has a subscription. What? What the fuck? So lady- uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've realize I'm dating a 70 year old woman yeah. oh my god now she's held up well you she, does she manage. have Weathers original does she, she have
1: Weathers original then she's 70 No,
0: no but, for they, reasons. They, but then she showed me her candy uh, her does candy she mistake? Thing she does has. she mistake cough drops for candy
1: no she doesn't uh, have that Brock's ribbon candy does she
0: no but I'm gonna go buy her some bridge mix and bring it to her <laughs> because
1: if, if 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 she has that and it's like in a bowl yeah. and you pick it up and it's like one big piece of yeah. candy in the shape mm, of the bowl and the has there That's, for a while yeah. Yeah. If, next step in, if, in a
6: relationship you're gonna have to choose a home for that's
1: true
0: yeah. no, no, see, I, see that's what I thought I, I thought I was uh, robbing the cradle but here's, I, here's the I'm question. robbing the retirement home you're robbing <laughs> robbing
3: the grave here's the question for her. <laughs> ask her if you think that Angela Lansbury was really the murderer in all of those episodes of murder she wrote <laughs> okay. and if she just looks at you vacantly she really is an old woman okay okay alright
0: all right. she's not an old lady but it made me laugh
3: go see Shannon every Wednesday at uh, Lucky 13
1: One, Wednesday evening
0: for pub quiz yeah it's good time alright
3: Lee George Kate, everyone. <laughs> Lee's us. <laughs> I had this grand plan of how I was going to read the words from Blue Monday as my intro, and I just can't find them. So it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, we'll come back to you. Okay. Fine, find yeah. them. It's good. No, actually, <laughs> I found them. They're right here. Uh, so fast. I see a ship in the harbor. I can and shallow bay. But if it wasn't for you, your misfortunes, I'd be a heavenly person today. Today,
6: thank you. Hey, very Lee. Much. Yes. Tell dear. me, how does that feel?
3: How does it feel? How does it feel? <laughs> and the orgy uh, version sucks. Ready, I don't care. How
6: how
3: uh, despite my intoxication, I would love for you to come help me save the world at Fresh Compassionate Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. We are open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., I think. And uh, seriously, it's all good food. If you are feeling a little dragged down right now, if you're feeling like uh, like like maybe you're just feeling like you're barely getting through the day, it might be your diet. So come see us. We can help work you through it. With you, know, okay.
4: you know what the first three words of diet are, right? Die. Oh, wait. I meant
3: letters. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> He's drunk. First I ruined letters. my joke. I, I, I would think it would be the <laughs> the vapors. And uh, Citizen <laughs> All K... All liquor
6: knowledge is getting them drunk. Yeah. Ah.
3: Citizen K23 on Steam. Uh, if you want to come play Marvel Heroes, uh, right. the full Whitaker and I are going to be uh, knock, knocking some skulls together.
5: Sweet Christmas. <laughs> Sweet Christmas. Sweet Christmas.
3: <laughs> Can you turn that around? Yeah,
5: or somebody do me Are you, are you me. periscoping or? Yeah, I'm periscoping right
1: now. Oh, hey. okay, there you hey. go. Uh it's, uh, it's Jay Whitaker. Hey, good morning. Jay
5: How Whittaker. you doing? Hey, I love What's Jay Whitaker. I'm periscoping and shit. What's up everybody? How you doing? Um I hope everybody that rum is good. Isn't I, it? <laughs> I feel I feel loose like a motherfucker, man. Oh, that rum thank got you. lots of hearts. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Jim, cuz that Sugar House Distillery. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, that that yes. is some good stuff right there.
3: Uh We'll see. Uh,
5: come check us out. <laughs> Dungeons of Comedy, May 28th uh, at Moe's America Diner. It's going to be a good time.
3: What's your saving throw against inebriation? Huh? Nah, never mind. Dungeons of oh, okay. Comedy.
5: Um, and then uh, June 5th and the 6th, I'll be at Wise Guys West Valley. Uh, Open it for Chris Delia. Uh, uh, it's going to be a good time. Come see us. And then last but not least, i got to give a shout out to my, my, my motherfucking trainer who's getting me in falcon shape in par for Fit Tyrant. Go check him out. I'm going to post his stuff in the Geek Show Fit group that's on Facebook. Go check him out. He specializes in training cosplayers, so all you cosplayers that want to get your shit a little, bit, a little bit tight, a little bit right, not perfect, but just a little bit tight, a little bit right, then you do your thing. Uh,
1: the Geek Show Twitter feed follows a few cosplayers, mm-hmm. and we occasionally retweet ones that we think are just... Well, and it's it's spectacular. Funny I'm you know. I'm
3: talking about getting into cosplay shape cuz uh one of the costumes I want to do is uh you know the the DC uh, Mr. Freeze and then I want to oh, do yeah. I want to do the new Magneto and uh I definitely need to get into shape for that. I need I need some guns for that so to pull it off. I don't need the pop belly. I need arms. So I'll be talking to your guy.
5: He's a good dude. He's cool. a good
3: dude. And he Oh and by the way he's at Planet
5: Fitness and 24 Hour Fitness in Vasa. He does all of he, oh, if, he'll, 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 he'll go anywhere. He'll come to you. Nice. Oh, cool. he, he comes to you whether you're in your backyard, but just just bottom line, just just fuck with us. Token J on Twitter, JayWhitakerComedy What's up, y'all?
1: I should be asking you off the show. Would he do uh, in
5: home? He probably could. All right. Okay. I mean, I like he's he's a good dude, but he's he's getting in me in Falcon shape, and I love it.
1: Cool.
3: Tony. Hey, hey guys. Tony
1: I'm teaching Tony all about drinking
5: I'm going to teach him about black guy and, stuff and, I love oh, learning nice. and
1: wow, Tony, Tony's got like
3: a whole eruption of hearts this on this is, periscope thing
1: yeah. knowledge of neither yeah, drinking or black guy stuff
3: <laughs> yeah
4: so I need to be filled with the knowledge <laughs> of important things in my life All right, I, I got a twitter you
1: do? yeah uh, and you you drop game knowledge every I now do. and then. I do. I
4: drop game knowledge and tech knowledge. And it's uh, at Quad T
1: Tony. Check it out. All right. Thank you. Let's, let's check it out. And uh, Skyping in
3: because he's fancy that way. Jimmy Martin.
6: I can't be in the same room with you guys anymore. Oh
3: <laughs> Well, he's like the Max Headroom of Geek Show. <laughs> right now. He looks like, yeah. Jimmy got, Jimmy got one heart. Oh, no. There's a bunch.
4: <laughs> oh, come. There they come. There they there's are. a bunch. Yeah. Give me your (laughs) hearts.
1: Mula Kalima. 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 Where can we find your stuff,
6: Jimmy? If you don't give me a hotel room, I'll drink in your lobby.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That'll show you. That got you a hotel room quick. (laughs) I'll drink Uh, in your elevator. Yeah, down here
6: for for the Entourage Junket. And I forgot, uh, Kerry, you may want to do an intro Mm -hmm. for last episode. Mm -hmm. Because uh, last episode, at the end of it, we'll have all the Tomorrowland Junket
1: interviews. Oh, okay. Uh yeah. All the all the Tomorrowland interviews. I, we forgot to do that. Okay. Yes. All
3: right. Yeah.
6: We keep forgetting. We're,
3: We're going back in time ideas. now. All right. I, I hear that's a yeah. good movie.
6: So if you didn't wait to the last episode, go back one episode and listen to all the Tomorrowland interviews. Okay. With with Brad Bird and them because that guy's a genius.
3: No, it's it's you know what's cool, Jimmy. Um, what's that? Having you here like this on a computer screen, it's like you're our own Arnim Zola. <laughs> Hello. Oh my God! Is, he's right. I really just want to. I want to put the. I want to put the iPad on my stomach and just walk around with you. <laughs> I, can, I can
1: assure you, I'm not a computers. <laughs> I am not chairman.
4: I. Sixty-four thousand miles of electromagnetic tape. Oh God, I, love
6: uh, I love that fucking movie. All right. Yeah. Uh, but down here for the entourage junket, down here in good old Beverly Hills. Uh, but you can watch those. Uh, interviews on KSL um, Film reviews every six 6.30pm th- uh, uh, Every Friday And then the junkets, just look for my Facebook page Because we're going to do them on different days To give them different hits and different times And all that fun stuff that the studios love right. So uh, right. so we'll do that And Big Boobie Mouth Off every day, three times a day
5: It's cool Because cool it looks like Jimmy was looking up at Carrie <laughs> And for those who don't know who Carrie
1: is That's our host <laughs> Did you Did you tell everyone where to find your stuff then? Uh, yeah. Big movie. Oh, okay. And, and what channel on, on the cable? Big, channel 6 uh,
6: for Big Movie Mouth Off and Channel 5 for KSL. All right,
3: we you are too drunk him. to know.
1: I think <laughs> I'm, more, know. I'm
0: more sober than the captain. That, uh, yeah, doesn't
1: this very doesn't happen. yeah. I'll yeah. be honest with you. That uh, rum is is kind of, I love it, but it's my enemy. That uh, shit I'll makes be me feel sexual. Because uh, a- as I was telling you guys upstairs, Sailor Jerry, or as it's known in my house, Sailor Carrie. Carrie. Oh, yeah. Uh, it it uh, it makes me mean. It makes me, as Lee put it, sail the seven seas of asshole. <laughs> and I tend to pick fights with the wife when I'm on rum. Oh shit. So good. I got to be careful with that. Well,
0: pick hey, and Carrie, fu- I was just gonna tell you too. You're talking too much. Can we make this sound like Geek Show? All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> but wait, but you pick, you pick fights with
5: the you pick fights with the wife. That's not as bad as no, you know I, Shannon Barneson on rum. Because uh, what happens when Shannon uh, Barneson drinks rum?
0: I'll burn your fucking house down. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: See, that's just it. I n-
0: I'll burn your fucking house down.
1: I never pick fights with the wife or anyone, right? Mm-hmm. Unless I'm on Rome. Uh, uh, which which of you two um, hero clicks harder?
3: I, I hero he clicks hero, he, super he, hard.
1: He hero clicks hard. Because as I'm unpacking, I'm finding these. Okay,
3: for all you people on Periscope, that was cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> I found, a, from the first Avengers movie, a Thor hero click that... Uh, that i got somewhere along the way you know i've
3: i've been missing thor
1: shazam there you go
3: he's he's got the avengers uh he's got the avengers team ability so that's good all right
1: uh let's begin this is big news of course um uk tv channel sky one huh what in britain huh has commissioned a new superhero drama
3: huh captain britain they've all been taken called lucky man I thought it was gonna be called. Oh. I thought It was gonna be called Local Man, lucky and it's about man. a guy who just hangs out at his local tavern, and, and a guy
0: that always catches the bus, no matter how long he <laughs> <Yeah>. leaves.
3: <laughs> always finds twenty bucks in his
4: pocket. Hey! His, uh, his room
1: is always ready when he checks into a hotel. Oh, so he's,
3: a, he's a lucky guy. Take that montage.
1: Well, no, wait,
0: hold on. This is called Lucky Man. It's the goddamn Jimmy Martin story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey,
3: man. There hey, go. I've got five bucks. How do you make that 40? Yeah. I'll buy a lotto ticket. <laughs> Can I, I get
0: a better hotel one. room, please?
4: Oh, you bought another one?
3: No. I didn't win. You oh. Didn't. oh, well, you need to buy another one. Are you yeah. feeling okay? Do you have a fever? <laughs> a little.
4: Look how look <laughs> how lucky he looks. Look at him.
5: Look at him. Look yeah. at this motherfucker. Lucky well, Lucky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lu- Lucky Man is a, is a new superhero drama from Stan Lee. Oh, Stan what? Yeah, everything's better in so British. Oh,
4: it's not going to be very good.
1: It's the story of a man who used to write comic book stories. Uh, Shut <laughs> up. Are you serious? Oh, who is now surrounded by beautiful blondes 24 hours a day. Oh. Uh, by, by just blondes? Have you noticed? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's that's I like
0: and people have to let them in their movies, even if they don't want. Even to
1: if really. they don't want it. And yet,
3: I married a brunette. That's right. I like she's, brunettes. She's at home, in the bed, with the IV. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting the audience at home drunk. Oh, good.
1: And every day at 3 p.m. he gets a diaper change. That's right.
4: Whether he needs it or
1: not. It's my new Spider-Man diapers. (laughs) Spider-Man. Lucky Man is the story of uh, D.I. Harry Clayton, played by James Nesbitt. There's a British name. Uh, A cop from central London's notorious
3: murder squad. The murder squad. Wait, 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 guys. No, we're fucking up. I can tell we've had too much alcohol already. But. We're doing a story about a British TV show and we're not fucking with Glenn's sex life. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, so I, oh, a British right. accent. One of our listeners in Britain. Yeah, yeah. Shitty, oh, shitty British I, I, accents. Activate. Activate shitty British accents all right. right now. My last
0: name Morning. is British. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Top of the morning to you. <laughs> oh, you get me some spotted <laughs> dick <laughs> over there. <laughs> oh. All right, no, you're saying that Stan Lee only dates blondes.
7: Ex right.
1: social. <laughs> I'll try to read this as a BBC presenter. Then. Oh what? Right. Welcome <laughs> back to the BBC. <laughs> Lucky Man is the story of D.I. Oh. Harry Clayton, played by James Nesbitt, oh. a cop from oh, central London's nice. notorious murder squad was given a charm that seems to confer upon the wearer the ability to control
0: luck. Well, I suggest to be a idiot. Come on, steady yourself.
3: He's got, he's, he's got, he's got on balls all the way under me, Al. You like dogs? Harry
1: is <laughs> down on his luck. His wife, Eve Best, and child have left him due to his gambling habits. Oh, he's got a boy gone for off. His boss thinks he's in league with the devil. <laughs> and the devil, I'm the devil you say? And he has a Stop huge, devil. and he has a huge debt. Oh, he's got a huge direction, What he got? To an infamous underworld crime boss who is threatening his life. He's a brick top, Later on BBC, something. <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> what what what? Glenn show right
1: away. Glenn <laughs> Doctor Who later on BBC Doctor Who. Yes, always uh, always on BBC. Glenn, what about later the later on? IT you can crap. thank
3: your born again virginity uh, to the Geek Show podcast. Right. Uh So there you go. That's a show we probably won't see.
1: What what? My what? name is Brit- my name is British as shit. Like if you Google Jason Whitaker, Jason Whitaker,
3: it's I'm nothing sorry. but white
5: dudes from like Nottingham.
3: You could Google Lee George Cade. You're just gonna see pictures of me.
5: I know your next cosplay.
3: What white dudes from British? From Nottingham?
5: <laughs> from British? <laughs> I don't, I don't know British. shit. that go rum. That's Ooh. my
3: that's my next comic. White dudes from British. <laughs> twat twat. I'm a white man from British. Twat twat.
4: Twat. I mean dude. White dude. White
0: I'm gonna make an handicap. A, I'm gonna make an handicap movie. White dudes from British. That is that's not a sentence. <laughs> it is now. Hello. Hey, now. the cop. Hey. Get out of my fucking face, wife. snap Snappity snap. Hello, governor. on, <laughs> we'll take a nap. Captain Britain. <laughs> That's a
4: good rhyme there, governor. You know, slap, slap take a nap. Don't, I don't know
0: why I'm doing this. I know. Leave your
4: arms and hands up in the air. I look,
0: know, I'm Captain Britain over here. Look at me. I know it's
3: to do right. with my hands. All right, the show's gone to shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm the
5: protector of other
3: okay. world. I've got but new, but I've g- we're getting all the hearts on the periscope. <laughs> all I've, right, then. I've got news stories here. Archie,
1: is that are one? We doing...
3: These are all stories that. This... That need to be addressed. Oh
1: wow. So, just,
0: is this a feature? Is it's this like just, shuffle? I'm sorry.
3: Yeah. This is so weird because I've got you framed in mm-hmm. the in the periscope now. But then over here we've got this asshole and it's just it's Jimmy <laughs> on Skype. It's so discombobulated. It is, it's a little weird. Um, technology is nope. awesome.
7: That's just the
1: run. So I need I need someone to I'll go be, through I'm and, and man. pick one of these at stories random. All right. at random. I will do yeah. this. Okay. That's the you can if you. like. This lie.
6: is a great feature. They should do this on the radio.
1: <laughs> but the, well, you you won't understand the context I that will, I was presenting this in though. I want to wanna... better let Carrie do it. Yeah, Here, yeah let, let me this, take this, that. This, one. Yeah. It's this, got a lot of words on it. It's got a lot of words. <laughs> I've been drinking. <laughs> I just I found this and I want to address how the problem with a lot of the geeks out there. <laughs>
3: I know, I know. So what, I think of in harmony. Above and beyond hygiene. Above and beyond hygiene. Normally, and... normally I don't like to bring out hygiene because that's an easy hit, but after comic book day, <laughs> yeah. hygiene's an issue, guys. But, ag-
1: but again, it's, it's one of those situations where the internet and geeks, we just dissect the living shit out of things. Out of, and we, not um,
0: just of things, of, every of everything. everything, really.
1: And, yep. we, and it, there's just some things that you just need to sit back and let wash over you. Because I found, I found but, this. But
5: they, those type of people don't let wa- anything wash no, over them. No, I know exactly. <laughs> oh,
1: I found this. This is this is someone who, who who went and took the Force Awakens trailer, the Star Wars trailer, <sighs> and dissect the living shit out Dick. of it. Dick.
4: Nope. <laughs> nope.
1: Oh. No. <Nope. laughs> Jay's out. Just
4: stop.
5: Stop dissecting.
1: We we lost Jay. Because <laughs> here's, here's what here's what they break down. The narration in the latest trailer has been a topic of debate. The narration.: Narration. The lines spoken by Luke Skywalker. I quit. Oh, about the narration <laughs> The narration.: The lines spoken he by Luke: He
0: tried to come back he and did. he had to leave. Oh, Jimmy left too.: Jimmy's left too. <laughs> He's
1: out. He's gone. The lines <laughs> spoken by Luke Skywalker are taken from a speech he gives to Leah in return of the Jedi but it was difficult to tell if the dialogue was lifted directly or a new narration from The Force Awakens. (laughs) It's new.
4: (sighs) This makes me angry.
1: J.J. Abrams confirmed that the narration was actually a bit of both. Mm Hmm. Hamill recorded his lines again the week before the trailer was released and the new recording was added to the original as reverb. This means it was likely that the dialogue was just for the purpose of the trailer rather than having any specific part in the new movie. Probably. Why are you <laughs> spending your time doing this and not getting laid? That's really
0: what I'm getting well, at here. Well, they've so already
4: I, given up on one I'm, of well, the two. I'm, I'm sorry,
0: I have to bring bitching, this. Bitching is easy. For yeah, exactly. Some people, for some people getting laid, is hard. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> Because uh,
3: the thing about getting laid is that you have to have a certain laid. amount of skill in interpersonal communication and perhaps not be a selfish dick. There's that. Well I don't know. Thank about you, that. Lizus. That's well, right. I don't know. Mm. I think
6: opening lines at bars of saying, Did you hear the trailer narration? And then like girls just click,
1: man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sidle up sidle up to the bar, buy her a nice gold rum, and say you know the narration in the Star yeah, Wars I'm, trailer. I'm, I'm
3: sure. I'm sure that all of the Tinder feeds that are getting action right now are about the Star Wars trailer. Did
1: uh, Did you notice that it was a combination of uh, from? from Return of the Jedi and New Recording. Did you notice that? Yeah, you're
0: like, no, because I leave my fucking house. You'll be sharing
1: my favorite thing about That's Sometimes I watch it I think to myself. Right. Sometimes I'm a dark lord of the session. <laughs> Come down and pick, pick another story, Jay. I drew a podcast. Man, pick <laughs> another story. I'm done talking about these dumb with narration and yeah, shit. yeah, we're done. When, about did,
3: when did I become the cameraman? fucking cameraman? That's what oh, I want to will I'll take over, Oh No, that's all right. I've got this all... Down to a science. This is about a new series
1: of online shows.
3: What?
1: No, this is very cool. This is very cool. More TV you have to watch? More TV that you have to watch. Or have
6: some new series.
1: More TV for Jay to watch. That's tough. This is from the site Machinima. Machinima? Machinima. Machinima? They've got some new series coming out. What? You're lying. No. And you're going to like... This one.
0: I think I read about
1: this. Uh, Justice League, Gods yeah. and Monsters Chronicles, season two. Huh. Which means there was a season one.
3: Huh. Well, that's, Gods and Monsters was the video game.
0: No. Th-
1: apparently it was also a TV show.
3: The video game
4: was uh, Gods Among Us.
0: Yeah, Gods and Monsters is that, <laughs> like, Gods and Monsters is that dark take on This is from Justice Bruce League? Tim. Yeah, Justice yeah. League, yeah. Gods and Monsters.
1: I think Where it was a movie. Was no, I think it was a movie. It's probably a movie, but this is a season two, it says. so. Yeah, this we is weren't a, so drunk, we'd know. This is, true. A, this is a, this is a, either a, a sequel or a TV show. Superman is not the son of Jor-El. He's the son of General Zod. What? Dun- Dun- what? what? Wonder Woman is not from peaceful Themyscira, but rather the warring nation of Ares.
0: Oh, I thought they were going to say Compton. <laughs> Jersey Shore.
1: And Batman is more vampire bat than man, and he's not Bruce Wayne.
0: Ah, That like doesn't Bruce... sound like the Justice League I know.
3: Sorry, more like Bruce Wayne. <laughs> he's always looking in the mirror. Oh, I see. Season 1 is set to launch in June.
0: Oh,
4: okay. okay.
1: Oh, that,
0: makes uh, that makes
1: sense. And uh, season 2, 10-episode follow-up. All right. Okay, there you go. So there's there's a
3: little something for you. Oh, Carrie. Okay. Carrie. I was
6: excited for that show until the narration and the teaser.
3: I'm ah. sorry. I have, to, I have to give this Heroclix Thor figure back. Why? He's 250 points. He's obviously too overpowered for me to play in any tournament. Serious? So, 250? 250 points. This guy, this guy is nuts. I mean, he does 18 points, uh, 18 points of damage on the first hit. Well, then take it and destroy your enemy. No. I will. I will drive my enemies before me. Yeah. Crush like your enemies.
4: See them driven before you, and hear the lamentations of their women.
3: Obviously, they won't have women because they'll be playing hero clicks with me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here's another show. It's also DC related. Uh, let's see, it is, uh, it is called DC's Hero Project.
9: Hmm.
1: Eight contestants compete in elimination challenges to develop a live-action short video. Oh, it's kind of a reality show. Live-action short video based on their own interpretations of characters from DC Comics.
3: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like
6: a horrible idea.
1: Specifically, the Starman comic book series. What? Really? Starman? Oh, just, just limiting it to Starman? Limiting it weird. to Starman. Okay. Uh, well-known judges, celebrity guests...
3: There you go. I, so. I need to compete on this. You should. should now if they if they had said oh we're gonna limit it to we're gonna make it based off interpretations of Doom Patrol I'd be all over it. Now there's this. It's hashtag
1: number four hero. It's a modern adaptation of the DC comic
3: Dial H for Hero.
8: What? What the fuck? I love that shit,
3: dude. Right. I actually had one of those so, published. So so so. I had one of my I had ah. one of my superheroes published like in 1982.
0: So when to, I was 12 years old, to explain what this was, uh, back in the 80s, yeah, you, you could write into DC and, and you could create your own superhero, and, and it they shows would, it.
3: they would click in on their ring. They had rings that had a dial on it, it, like a phone dial. Yeah, and they could they could dial H for hero, and they'd become a new hero. But it was always heroes created by
0: readers. Right. And it was like uh, so. And like what was like a uh, Poop Pants McGee was created by Lee George Cade.
3: No, it was a praying mantis. <laughs> it was praying mantor. He was, a,
1: he was a before mandalabra. Yeah. Uh, I, always had,
3: I always had good ideas.
1: Uh, <laughs> hashtag for hero is a live action. Uh, hashtag
3: for hero. That VFX, works.
1: VFX heavy action comedy about a young woman named Nellie Tribble. Who is, <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. Who is quietly desperate to make her mark on the world, but wholly unprepared to do so. Nellie stumbles upon a life altering smartphone app. Does she pack her trunk and move away to the circus? That allows her to instantly become a superhero for a short period of time.
3: Yeah, it, how long do the powers last? It was like a short period well, of time. Yeah.
1: The superpowers in this case are dictated by whatever is trending on social media at ah. the moment.
0: So she's so. going to be able to whine. Like she's going to be like a superhuman <laughs> fucking whiner or bitcher. So you know,
3: My my power about Black Widow's relationship in Age of Ultron is going to last forever. <laughs> right? <laughs>
8: <laughs> I'm offended by gender roles really easily.
1: <laughs> 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 so that's your power.
3: Uh, <laughs> there, there is some merit in that. But
1: uh, And finally, uh, this is very cool Robocops. Yeah! What? <laughs> Robocops. <laughs> sorry, we've had. Wait, wait, wait,
3: wait. I'm sorry. Is there
1: an S at the end of that?
5: Robocops. Kids. No, it's a Z for urban. Robocops. Oh, yeah.
3: Also, oh, so we got some brothers <laughs> in the area. Straight arm. out of mm-hmm. Detroit. <laughs> I'm sorry. We've got.
4: And that, you know, name.
3: Wait, I want to br- bring that up. I've been to Detroit twice. Detroit. Really? Why isn't Robocop black? Is this the beginning of my black guy education?
0: Well, it's just like the real world. All the cops are white. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm just saying.
3: record. I didn't say it. No. We've had, we've had two good Robocop movies, and only one of them had Peter Weller in it. All right, this is a series. OCP's Security Concepts Division Robocop
1: program is back in an all new short form limited series uh, based on uh, MGM's classic film.
3: The classic. Not not the the new one.
1: No. Robocop returns to Delta City where viewers ride along with the now standard issue Robocop officers as they respond to calls from dispatch. Tapping you know, into current themes of the surveillance state, the series is shot first person point of view of the RoboCop officer's heads up display. Oh, shit. Saves the a whole lot things. Saves Sorry, a lot of special effects there. I have huh. such a
3: weak spot for RoboCop. I really do. Like I said, there's only been two. The reboot was good. Mm-hmm. It really was. It was. And, and the original movie was good. And then Frank, they let Frank Miller write the second one, and it sucked. Yep. But um, the first RoboCop is like Paul Verhoeven. Between that and Starship Troopers are like two of his best movies because it's all about common man getting fucked over by big business but if they do this right if, I'm on board if there's if there's multiple robocops that priestings is going to have to
6: stock up on baby food yeah right <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah only baby food
3: but he always bottoms out the car when he takes off from the garage that's going to fuck <laughs> up those cars you have to find some Ford <laughs> Tauruses yeah all right
1: uh is it, so there you go thank you for picking the stories we'll we'll continue <laughs> <laughs> seems to be working out okay I'm, I'm
3: good at this shit so should we put all the stories on a wall and throw darts at yeah them? sure
1: Okay. no it's new down I know here
3: it's a new <laughs> wall <laughs> I new. can
1: see you guys
6: darts are a bad idea
3: yeah, yeah. no I'm I, Hawkeye with darts man. so we go from Excelsior red to Excelsior full of holes uh, it's true it's like,
0: oh I just picked a story that's called Carrie's fucking eye
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> after these messages we'll be right
1: back hey if you haven't been to the atomic arcade yet what the hell's wrong with you Go in and tell them Geek Show says, hey, the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive and Holiday, downstairs from Cruiser's Bar, great place to clear your head before you drive home or get in a few games during your, you know, work break. You know, take your party there. I've heard of some uh, friends of the program who have done that. It's a good time. The Atomic Arcade, classic arcade games at classic prices. Free admission, no hassle with tickets or admission fees. Uh, Great escape from your uh, nagging girl or boyfriend or both. Uh, your kids or whatever perfect uh, date night even or family night you can walk across the street to the cupcake place to the frozen yogurt place to the coffee place or the uh, Mexican food place classic games they bring back all the great memories are timeless games like Pac-Man Donkey Kong Asteroids Centipede Defender Berserk Star Castle you know the ones I'm talking about pinball as well I love pinball Atomic Arcade, seven days a week, they are open and open late. All games are a quarter or 50 cents. You can call them, but why bother? Just go see them. They're on Facebook at the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive, Atomic Arcade. Go down in the woods today You're sure of a big surprise Cabin fever has been addressing irritability and restlessness for over 30 years. New this season Some people call it a legend a tale, a campfire story and for some, it's real and quite possibly in your own backyard Whether you call him Sasquatch, Bigfoot Yeti or Cryptid Ape Stop by Cabin Fever for a wonderful selection of Bigfoot merchandise Prepare yourself for a Uinta Mountain adventure with Bigfoot journals and research kits, sit back with a Sasquatch coffee mug, or for those 21 and older, a certified Bigfoot tiki mug for a tropical yet foresty drink, while you watch YouTube's most recent Utah sighting video taken just last month. It's there. Owners for Star Trek, Star Wars, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Spider-Man, Doctor Who, Alien, Predator, Camper Van, Tents by Volkswagen, Magnix, Cards, Gifts, Toys, Music, they got that too. From meek to geek to freak, and Big Feet. Oh, sorry. They've got you covered at Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 600 South and 7th East. If you go down to the woods today, be prepared. All right, as soon as I find the theme, we'll officially begin here, because I know we have to do it from that point. I don't know what you're going to cut up, Tony. You're going to put this on the podcast, so... There we go. Yeah. Uh,
4: I'll make that sound good.
1: Geek Show Podcast Live on the radio... New episodes drop every Monday at GeekShowPodcast.com. They are not safe for work, ever. Ugh, All right. Never, ever. Never. But, I uh, mean, we, this one is. This, this one is. This is the safe for work edition. So, well, just this part. This just, will be the
4: uh, <laughs> broken news.
1: Because we're, Yeah, this, this is the broken news for yeah. us. Uh,
0: and then Monday. it's just bookended by uh, just...
1: Idiocracy. Dis- yeah. Awesomeness,
4: I think, is what you guys meant to say. I sneezed.
1: Let's see. Now, the, the next one... Oh, the, the episode that you're hearing right now that mm-hmm. is the podcast... We broke up that uh, Sugar House Distillery stuff.
2: Oh, oh yeah. The, the, the gift of vodka the, the gift and rum. The gift of vodka and rum. I was yeah.
6: Skyping in. I, was, uh, oh, I was, that's right. You I was in Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. Yeah,
1: Beverly Hills.
6: Yeah, fancy.
1: Uh, you were down there with... Uh... Oh, no.
6: <laughs> that was the entourage junket.
1: <laughs> Should we get the movie reviews out of the way, first of all? Yeah, we can. Let's do it. Sure. Uh, because uh, you have many... Many many movies that are opening this weekend that you need to review. I know we need to do Poltergeist. We need to do Tomorrowland. Those are the only two. Uh, oh, you don't want to <laughs> review Entourage?
6: <laughs> oh, it's not out yet. Many many.
1: Oh, that's many next weeks. week. Yes,
6: next week. Okay. So so I can't. I can't review. You're it. embargoed. I'm embargoed. Sorry. <laughs> I can talk about my interviews, uh, like talking with Ronda Rousey about Pokemon.
4: Yeah, I want to hear about that. She's a freak of Pokemon. I told you. Of
1: course she is. Ronda Rousey is the uh, UFC.
4: MMA. MMA. Yeah, UFC, MMA. Undefeated. uh, Women's champion. She's a beast. And she's gorgeous, too.
1: How tall is she? Uh, She's
4: not that tall. About maybe my
6: height's a little bit shorter.
1: I was going to say, because she doesn't look like a giant or anything. No i'm beat, saying just muscle but she could mess you up oh
4: yeah oh
6: she I, I could sit in that chair and she'd kill me just by looking at me
1: her <laughs> last championship
4: match she beat the girl in 14 seconds
6: that girl had no business in that ring with i her. watched
4: <laughs> i watched that match on a gif online <laughs> boom yeah 14 That's all, second it was, GIF. Like, it
6: was like that fast that was huh? it that was the whole fight
4: 10 seconds it was awesome
6: well, right, did we- you
2: see her interview that guy no. He, well, no, he's interviewing her mm-hmm. and saying, you know, like, well, I bet you couldn't take me. And he's interviewing her because oh. he used to MMA fight. He doesn't really? anymore. Oh, boy. And she, like, broke his leg. Oh, <laughs> God, <yeah. laughs> She's I'm, like, oh, really? Or no, ribs. She broke his ribs. Mm-hmm. She just flipped him over and broke his ribs right I'm, there in the interview.
4: I'm six foot six and almost 300 pounds, and I would not ever say that to her.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> She'd kill you. Would. Yeah, she, she, would she would destroy me. Um, anyway, so that's all coming up. We got to do the, uh, the the giveaway.
2: Oh, real quick. Oh, here. that's right. Austin then, City Limits. Yes. Uh, Foo Fighters, who, who were just on uh, David Letterman. Mm-hmm, They're going to be at mm-hmm. Austin City Limits along with a bunch of other bands. Um, and we're qualifying people with tickets to see Fallout Boy and Wiz Khalifa at USANA Amphitheater on July 30th. Mm-hmm. Tickets are available at smithticks.com.
1: So if you're listening to this on the podcast, don't call. They've been no. given
2: away. Eight seven seven six zero two nine six nine six. We will get a random qualifier right now. Slim will take them in the uh, in the producer's
1: booth. Okay, uh, where do you want to start? Which movie? Because we have time for probably one review, and then we got to take a break.
6: Yeah, uh, let's do uh, Tomorrowland real fast.
1: Tomorrowland.
6: Yeah, Tomorrowland. Uh, directed by Brad Bird. Who?
1: This is the movie that he he took. He was offered the next Star Wars movie. Yeah. Wow, And he said no to that because he knew that if he didn't take Tomorrowland as a project, it would never get made.
6: Never get made. The, the dude bats a thousand because let's talk. I mean, you got the Iron Giant, mm-hmm. Ratatouille, mm-hmm. Uh, the Incredibles yep. and Mission
4: Impossible Gross, Gross Protocol,
1: which the guy, is the best one.
4: I think they're all four star movies Did, easily. Didn't he do John Carter of Mars, too? I don't no, think so. I don't think I he, thought he was involved in he that. He was
1: a producer, probably. He oh. may have watched it, but <laughs> well, <laughs> he watched it.
6: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is uh, it stars George Clooney, Br- uh, Britt Robertson, and uh, Raffy Cassidy, which is my favorite name right now. Um, and the story is is that Britt Robertson's dad is uh, he worked for NASA. Well, they're not doing too well anymore. So she's she's kind of a recluse and wants to uh, stop them from dismantling the sh- the launch pad. And so in in the angst that she does, she gets uh, arrested and all of a sudden finds a pin uh, when she gets her belongings back to her. And when you touch this pin, it takes you to another world, which is Tomorrowland.
1: You've seen it in the trailer, the little round lapel, yeah. lapel we, pin with a T on
2: it.
6: Exactly. And uh, actually, I've got one in my bag for you, Carrie. Thank you. Be
2: careful. <laughs> it's going to take you to tomorrow. No, I want to go oh. to there. I want to go
6: to Tomorrowland. Uh, so the story is that George Clooney as a kid went to Tomorrowland back in like the 60s. Uh, he's now grown up and was kicked out of Tomorrowland for one reason or another. Heresy! Yep, and so uh, she has to meet up with him and try to get back there. And it's kind of, the whole point of the story is, you know, Tomorrowland is this other world where things are better. You know, yeah. we're not, the Bradbird's message is, we're kind of screwing this place up. You know, thanks, oil companies. Well,
1: and the whole idea behind Tomorrowland in the park, in the Disney park, was it's the world of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We can use science to make our lives better. Yep. I, I mean, that was pounded into my head because they used to send all of those educational films from Disney mm-hmm. to the Nebo School District right. and we would watch them. And it was always, what a great future you guys have ahead of you because of science and stuff. Mm-hmm. They didn't bother telling us that, you know, politicians will derail that <laughs> stuff, you know, before you even get a chance to even think about a jetpack.
6: Tesla dealership. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's oh, a yeah,
1: perfect a example right
3: thing. there.
6: Um, But yeah, so that's the thing is, you know, it. it, it Everybody, when you think about the future now, I swear it's all doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is, we can be better, but do we deserve to be better? You know, like, can we change our ways? Or are we just going to show up to Tomorrowland and screw that one up, too? Mm-hmm. So that's the whole story behind it. Um, visually stunning. I And I love uh, a vision of the future that was based on, like, the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, Caf- uh, Rafi Cassidy is really good in it. Brute Robertson's good, too. George Clooney... I, I don't know the fascination with George Clooney. I know he's you're handsome. You're not a
2: woman. What,
6: I just said I know I'm, he's handsome and I know that when, I he, love leaves, the when, when he leaves a room it smells uh, good for the next three minutes. So that, I, know, I know that
4: personally. So you're saying he has a shelf life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh
6: he's just kind of there. You know, he's just being the Cloones. And so, uh, but it does, there are some dry spells in the film and that, that message of are we good enough or, and what are we doing is pounded into oh. your head Uh-oh. over and over and over. You're like, Maybe we're not good enough. Heavy you know,
2: handed. Heavy is heavy-handed, handed with the but, liberal message. But okay. I have to say, I
1: agree with the message. Well, I do too, but I, but I don't need it to be pounded into my yeah. head. Let, Hugh, me, let me receive it and walk away.
6: There's a speech,
1: uh, and I won't <laughs> ruin it. Uh,
6: Hugh Lowry, uh, House, uh, is in the film. And he gives this speech about basically why we don't deserve Tomorrowland. And he is absolutely right. <laughs> He's right It's kind of like When you were saying About Ultron
1: Ultron is right
6: He is <laughs> You know We can't of,
2: have nice things I'm yeah.
6: sorry We're all jerks And so we either Change our ways Or just Let's ride this fireball Right into the sun Yeah There, so. there
1: was a point in time Where we could have Done things right mm-hmm. And then the politicians Got involved mm-hmm. And that's when It went to hell
6: Yeah you know? So
1: I, I, I enjoyed it It's getting a lot Of backlash A lot it of people is. Are
6: not enjoying it um, I'm you noticing
1: know. the reviews are...
6: Yeah I'm at a three star
1: You gave it 3 Mm-hmm Okay.
6: Yeah. So I, I encourage people to go you, see it.
1: You liked it more than most people. I did. And it's
2: only PG.
6: That's right. Yeah, yeah. But I've heard
2: it... my kids might be bored in it.
6: Is that it's slower. There are slow parts. I will say Brad Bird made It's a Small World cool.
2: <laughs> Impossible. The ride you
6: Turn turned it into a transporter.
2: No. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> so it, it is so... The, it is the Disneyest of Disney films.
3: Really?
1: Oh
6: anything Disney is in there. Uh they own Star Wars. That's true. And and they will let you know that multiple times. We got it. From theme songs to costumes to a Haunted Carbonite. Is there Marvel
4: (laughs)
1: references, too? Uh,
6: That's one
1: thing they left out, probably. I don't think there is. Go back and see it again and let us know. That's a genre. So, three stars for Tomorrowland. Yep. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back uh, with a review of Poltergeist and some other broken news. I've got uh, all kinds of of things that are going on here in my big pile of broken news. So, stand by for that. It's a. Geekshowpodcast.com on the radio on X96.
7: Did you know I had the title line in Star Wars? Actually, I wasn't aware there was a titular line in that movie. Yeah, well, I don't know about that, but I had the title line in Star Wars. Yeah, that's what I just said. I know that's what you just said. I was just repeating it. It, it, it was that scene where that Raiders of the Lost Ark guy is teaching Luke how to drive. Do you mean Han Solo? Yeah, Han Solo. He, he, he's teaching Luke how to drive the thing. He's like, let's take this thing out for a drive. The Millennium Falcon. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon they're on the back of the Falcon, and they're holding onto its feathers. The Millennium Falcon is a spaceship. Have you even seen Star Wars? Yeah, I have. I was in it, yeah. I, I, I was in that scene where Han Solo's teaching Luke how to drive the Millennium Falcon, and, 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 and uh, I'm on the ship, too, because I'm a stowaway, and, and I'm always on the run because I'm always stowing away, and, and, and I walk by, and, and I go, ah, oh, boy, I'm just so tired of all these Star Wars. That scene wasn't in the movie. Yeah, it was. It, it got cut. I was so bummed out. Actually, I'm glad it got cut, because a scene like that would completely take you out of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it got cut, too. Yeah. Radio from (laughs) hell. The
10: Lords of Morning Radio. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on X96. I
1: keep telling you guys to check out Upright Citizens Brigade. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Back when Amy Poehler was nobody. And uh, her and those guys uh, did some very funny stuff. All right. Anyway, so where are we? Oh, that's what we're doing. It's a Geek Show podcast on the radio. Yeah, uh, right. Listen, if you have any questions for the panelists, oh, we better introduce the panelists. 877-602-9696 if you have any question about your favorite uh, whatever it is. Am are I you, a panelist? Sure you yeah. are. Ladies and gentlemen, let's meet our panel, Gina Barberi.
0: Woo. Hello. Hi, lovely. Gina. How
2: are you? She's lovely. She's talented. She nice smells have a, so good. Nice to have a girl on the show.
1: Yeah, she smells nice.
2: <laughs> I was going to leave and they said, no, come back.
1: Yeah, we like you. Thank you. Uh ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Martin. How do you do? Where can we see your and hear your stuff?
6: Uh you can watch me on Big Movie Mouth Off, uh and also on KSL.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh,
6: doing... I'll, I'll be on there tonight at uh six thirty PM showing some Tomorrowland junket stuff.
2: Nice. And a suit? Uh, oh, yeah, I wear a suit. He had he had Jimmy cleans
1: up really. He had tailored suits. Mm, yeah, nice. I've got
6: four tailored suits. Nice. And All right. a bunch of ties.
1: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the uh, producer and designated driver of the Geek Show podcast. Quad T. Hey. Tony. Hi. I'm here. And you have a Twitter?
4: That's right. I got a Twitter. At Quad T Tony. And that's on Twitter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. And Mr. B.
0: The
2: Reverend Mr. B. The Reverend Mr. B. We can marry people now. We yeah. have
1: We have two religious influences on Geek Show now. <laughs>
2: nice.
4: Who's yeah. the first
1: one? Uh, Lisa. Oh, right. He's I forgot spiri- about Lisas. the spiritual advisor of the show. Yeah. Who, who could not yeah. be here today.
0: Yeah, I'm a reverend now. So if you want me to perform your wedding ceremony or...
2: You're you're serious. You will. Yeah, I will.
0: His, I actually,
1: his fees
4: are reasonable. It's yeah. a pizza. Do you do vowel renewals? Wait, sure. vowel renewals.
0: No, sure. I want you
2: to do vowel renewals. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll... Oh, dang it. Can yes. you fix up this A for me?
4: E-I-O-U.
0: I don't, I don't do vowel renew, renewals no. either. No.
4: <laughs> That's what I really wanted to know about.
0: Well, I
1: need that,
4: actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Hit me up on uh, the the Facey Bookies.
1: Yeah, he'll do your uh, wedding. Also go to his pub quiz, Lucky 13, every every Wednesday night at uh, 8.30.
0: 8.30. Get there a little early. The place Mm -hmm. is busy all the time.
1: Uh, Lee could not be here, but you can see him at Fresh Compassionate Eatery. Uh, They're on State Street and 13th South. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jay Whitaker could not make it either. He is in Battle World. he said. (laughs) Ah. Okay. Okay. That's cool. All right. uh, Jimmy saw Poltergeist last night and is going to tell us all about it.
6: Well, based on, let's say, based on remake of the 1982, and I'm going to say classic.
1: Yeah. I would say sure, Poltergeist yeah, is a classic. I'm
6: sure you could call it that. I think you'd put it in the same list as, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh-huh. Friday the 13th. Poltergeist that, is going to get in there Poltergeist somewhere.
0: Poltergeist scared the crap out of me. Uh,
6: it is an American classic. It is beloved. <laughs> and it's got that whole cult, you know, thing where everybody died, you know, the little girl died, and the
0: yep. the, oh, yeah.
6: the sister in died, too. In real life. Yeah, in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got that behind it. So uh, it's it's been remade. um. Produced by Sam Raimi, uh, starring Sam Rockwell. And I'm just now thinking, it, he didn't dance in it. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, zero stars. I'm skipping. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, it's essentially the exact same story. Family moves into a house. The house has been built upon a, uh, a, a cemetery. Uh, so spe- you move the
0: headstones, but not the body. <laughs> <laughs> Who plays the midget?
6: <laughs> Little person.
1: Little, person. Yeah. And Little there, person. And there is not one. No, it's uh,
6: Jared Harris. From uh,
1: Mad Men, Lane Price from Mad Men, the guy oh. who oh, okay. him, the guy who hung himself, the British guy.
6: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rosemary Dewitt plays the mom, and mm-hmm. you got three kind of unknown kids. But uh, uh, same thing happens. Uh, except this time, it's a flat screen TV. <laughs> Spoiler alert! I will say that I kind of miss the the snow of like you know. yeah. well, all that's all not. It. So what yeah. is it now? Just like a yeah. blue? It's, no, it's just not the, the blue. Screen. It's, it's kind of like snow, but it's
4: more digital, and it's like kind of just you know, kind of goes.
6: It wired. should
2: be the blue screen, though. Yeah. You're right. You
4: know what they could use now that would scare people is commercials. Because <laughs> nobody sees those on what a flat screen
2: anymore. Right? It should have been the blue screen with the little rotating buffering. <laughs> oh, that, would, that would have been perfect.
4: <laughs> that would have been perfect right there.
6: Uh, I will say that I missed the name Carol Ann. Because now her name is Madison. Oh, it's the, It doesn't have that same, like, you know.
0: Carol Ann. She
1: you, you got that A at the end. Yeah.
6: Yeah. And, and I will say, because she does do the line, you know, they're here. You know, but she doesn't go. They're
0: here. It's she does than, it
6: wrong. No, she just goes. They're they're here. Oh,
0: <laughs> so I guess they're here. Hey guys, uh, the ghosts. Whatever. Yeah. Hey. hey hey.
1: In <laughs> this in this world of the internet and Facebook, I'm not impressed by much. You will. <laughs> I will
6: say that you do get the like when she's in the television, like the. Mommy.
1: Oh, you do.
2: Oh, you do? Where are you, mommy? <laughs> 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 uh, I see you, mommy.
6: A lot of practical effects. Mm-hmm. Uh. I would say it's it's half scary and half just funny, like just comedic mm-hmm. funny. Sam Rockwell brings it Oh, I mean, they brought a lot of so, jokes to it? Funny yeah. on purpose. Yeah, Not funny for, on purpose. Okay. Like good, right. good jokes. Just them you know, there's like the, they bring this team to, to analyze everything. He's like, Yeah, I got this footage of this piano bench moving uh ten feet, it took seven hours, but I used my time elapsed camera. It's something you just can't see by the naked eye. And right when he says that, like a table just gets picked up and thrown against the wall. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Oh my god. And Sam Rockwell <laughs> goes did you get that on your time lapse camera? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's fun. It's a good time. You know, really, I, I kind of watched it. Uh, you know, I'm kind of thinking like I kind of want to go back and watch the original again. Yeah. You know, but I think this is a good introduction to people. Who do want to watch it? I think you can take the kids to it for real. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's not blood and guts. There's, I will say, it's, there's it's jump
1: scares. Because see, I wouldn't let a kid see the original.
6: Maybe I'm a terrible parent.
1: <laughs> you know, I wouldn't let a kid until they're 13 see yeah. the original myself. But, mm, that's what I'd, like. you know. I'm not saying take like
6: a six-year-old to it, but, but, I, think but
1: I think people
2: it, will. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah. oh, uh, People brought you know, yeah. yeah, infants to this one last night. Like, so
2: why didn't they screen it sooner? Usually when they wait to screen it, it's they're thinking it's not going to be good. Yeah, right?
1: I don't know. Uh, it, well, it's, I, a, it's a horror movie. A horror films. It's, it's got name recognition. They probably figured we don't need to, to screen mm. it for critics. Most
6: of the time they don't screen horror films because yeah. the audience is built in. Mm. You know, 9,000 out of 10 people are going to go see. If you're a horror fan, you're going to go to anything that comes out in the genre. So... That's, yeah. Um, um,
0: I got to ask you, Jimmy. So, uh, we were, I was talking about this earlier. Milady, the Mangler, mm-hmm. looked just like Carol Ann yeah. when she was a little kid. And her uh, brother used to torture Put and your then, head into the TV? Like, no, just like leave the <laughs> snow on and be like, they're coming to get you. Yeah. You know? And she's terrified of that movie. And, yeah. I, and I, I really want to see it. And she watched the trailer. And she's like, I, I, I can't go to that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it too scary for the Mangler? Uh,. No, like I said, like the the
6: comedy bits kind of lighten it up, you know, and yeah. so it just it's fun. I had a good time with it. That's good. The yeah. clown freaked me out. That clown is creepy as all. Yeah. So as you, it should. If, be. if you are afraid of clowns, you will lose your mind in this movie. Does <laughs> yeah. it have the tree bit? Yes.
1: Oh man. See the 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 reviews that I read were were two. And Hollywood Reporter liked it. Okay. And the AV Club said, eh, it's, really? kind, of, it's kind of a slave to the original. Or, it is. You know,
6: it is. They don't do. I, it's been so long since I've seen the original, but like I, my, my memory kept going. That's why it's
2: okay. Yeah,
6: like my memory kept going. Like I think this is in the original. I think this is in the original, and so it's been so long that if I if I watched the original right before it, I'd probably not like it as much. Well, and we talked about it too. And
1: the, and and the original is good, but the effects mm-hmm. there What's, there are a few that are pretty you know out yeah. the time and could be using an update. So. Was the
0: first one where Craig T. Nelson pulls off his face in the mirror?
1: Yeah, uh, it, it wasn't Craig T. Nelson. It was one of the Ghostbusters. Uh, one of the scientist guys who goes to the mirror and pulls his face off, and then it that probably looks comes back. Yeah. yeah, that even then it it, it looked. <laughs> and they
6: and they use technology like stuff that just wasn't around in the eighties. Like they actually fly a drone into the closet, mm-hmm. no, through the portal, so they can see what's on the other side. Oh yeah, oh that's so a good idea. It's kind of cool. All
1: right, so what do you give it?
6: Uh, I'm right at about two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half, three, somewhere in there.
2: It
1: sounds like
6: three to me. Yeah, I'll give it three. Okay. You
2: you pushed him, (laughs) Kerry. Well, his
1: enthusiasm was more than it was for Tomorrowland, and Tomorrowland was a three, so it just sounded to me like a three.
6: Tomorrowland's
4: just pretty. I want to go to there.
6: <laughs> you want
1: to go to there? <laughs> it is pretty.
4: You don't deserve
1: Tomorrowland. Um, I'm kind of a little upset at Shannon because he didn't Whoa. watch the uh, season finale of The Flash yet. You haven't Are watched you it yeah. hey, hey, hey. dude? Back up. Get out.
2: <laughs> You're yes. fired from the Geek. You're
1: show. out of here.
2: I'm gonna. I don't care. I'm a reverend. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fire a
4: reverend. Uh, well, go
2: ahead and talk about it. Because I, fine.
1: I, yeah, I, I just wanted to bring this up because. <clears throat> spoiler alert it was so good
4: yeah oh, i've, already, was,
0: I've oh. already read some spoilers that I, I don't was. know exactly what happens but
4: shannon well, as, as a fellow dc uh-huh. you, yeah you're gonna love it I'm gonna lose my mind. And and no, <laughs> this, so this is good. what
1: gets me because i'm a marvel zombie you know that mm. uh it's it's i think the best superhero show possibly ever
6: easily I, it is yeah. oh, and, yeah.
1: and somebody in the in the chat room said come on animated series batman and i went no no nope. no, no that yeah. hang yeah. on it, it because that show never emotionally engaged me as a human being with feelings. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh,
4: yeah, but also, uh, I don't know, animated versus. Yeah, uh, they're you know, different categories. Uh, yeah, exactly.
1: But this one engages you as as a as a human being oh, with emotions. So good. And, and it gives you the feelings. I, I yeah. watched
6: it live. Usually, I don't do that. I always DVR things. I, I was like, yeah. I just don't want spoilers or anything like that. Cat wasn't around when I when I watched it. My wife and uh, so she watched it like about a day later. And I'm upstairs, and I can hear her watching it. And I won't say the cliffhanger at the end. It ends on a huge cliffhanger. Huge. Mm-hmm. She goes like this: She goes, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what my wife did.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of those shows uh, that that is just
0: so much fun, and I think the cast is great. Yeah. The writing's great. I've,
4: I've never seen a TV show uh, embrace. The ridiculousness of the comic book genre, as much as the Flash has, exactly. and, and succeed at it's it not
0: so well. And the, so well. And the yeah. Flash is ridiculous. He oh yes, well,
4: and,
6: his
0: yeah. costume's ridiculous. His villains are ridiculous.
6: I'll say, like when he went over to the Arrow, there was a, like the last, uh, the finale of, of Arrow. He yeah. shows up at the very beginning, and just the humor of him. Like, like you know, go, arrows is so so soap drama, and uh, and he, he shows up. He goes, whoa.
0: You guys have a hot tub? Yeah, <laughs> cool. And it's the
6: Lazarus pit. He has Lazarus pit. He's like this is like a
0: real dungeon. Yeah, you guys have a hot tub. Gina, do you feel like you're at the zoo right now?
2: I don't have any idea what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> You don't watch The Flash. I, uh, the uh, the
1: Lazarus Pit is uh, is where uh, uh, you Raza come back
2: to life. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Lazarus right. Look in the at you. Time. you. figured it out. You know if you. She think. knows that
2: because she's Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't exactly. know that from from comic. I know what? that from yeah, Jesus. From that,
1: other, from that
2: other <laughs> fictional book. I read. <laughs>
1: No, you're absolutely right about the Flash. I get it all the time. Well, what's so great about the Flash? He runs fast. I'm like, yeah, but they're, uh, they play with it. Yep. They really yeah. do yep. play with it, and you're they're sh- they're true to the source material, and it's
0: fun. Yeah, Gina, you should watch it with your kids. Okay, I, I think like kids. Well, your kid yeah.
1: likes to run around. I mean, that's all he does. Your mean, like the Flash, you know? It's junior. like you know, running
4: back and forth?
1: Yeah, what's Muhammad doing? I'm running back and forth. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Uh, but see, here's the thing: is that it's so good. And uh, this will get you excited because mm. uh, you're DC geeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked with Grant Gustin, the, the guy the who plays The Flash. He says, well, what's fun about the show going into season two is there will be multiple timelines as oh we move gosh. forward. Ooh, I think up. we're going to start showing Earth 1 and Earth 2. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, see, I told you. Oh, oh, I'm oh, very excited oh, about
8: that. So, so
9: funny,
1: funny. So, uh, <laughs> what
8: are we going to do?
1: <laughs> now... <laughs> At the same this time, this is a good thing.
7: This is a great This thing. is a great
1: thing for them. At the same time though, Warner Brothers is developing a Flash movie.
2: Oh, yeah. That's totally separate, which from is this. completely mm-hmm. separate, unlike yeah. Marvel where
1: everything is connected. I'm okay with that. Marvel's TV shows exist in their movie universe mm-hmm. vice versa. I'm okay with both models. But here's the thing. I think they're making a mistake with this. I do, too. Well, Only because The Flash is so good.
4: Yeah, okay, you have a point there.
1: And and that's the only thing. And even one of the uh, showrunners said, uh, or the uh, the movie, uh, people are making the movie. Let's see, it's uh, Ezra Miller. Uh, He's starring as The Flash, different Mm -hmm. guy. He's a good actor, though. Good actor. Uh, Phil Lord is one of the guys making the movie. And he said, we're trying to break a story. It's interesting because... There's a really popular TV show out there, <laughs>
9: right?
1: and we're trying to carve out space for the movie that's apart from that. I think we're doing all right. I believe our Flash is going to be Barry Allen.
6: I was about to ask if he's going to be Barry. It's a mistake. It's, they, should they should go, just the they, they Barry. They should go Wally with West. Wally West.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be its own thing. We're going to try to stick with the cinematic universe. It's really its own thing, standalone movie. And then he makes the mistake of saying... It's a different take on superhero stuff. That's never good. Yeah. Um, mm. But I think they are making
0: mistakes. I do too because I'm thinking about like ten year old kids, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, ten year old kids that love the Flash, and they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, a Flash movie's coming out!" And it oh, won't be. Who's this, this, this guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And and the way they're doing all the DC movies, it's going to be all dark and mopey.
4: Hopefully, they'll lighten up on that. A which bit. you
1: know, which is which was the approach they took with Arrow, which was Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were so afraid of that word green that they dropped it. Green is bad? Well, Green Lantern. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Kind of screwed them.
4: Yeah, that movie didn't... It wasn't so great. <laughs> and, and that's coming from a huge Green Lantern fan.
1: <laughs> and see, we could go back to that. And I. We can just not I, talk about it. I disagree with you. I think you got the Green Lantern... From what I could tell reading the comic, it was all there. Uh, no. The worst part no. about that movie is that anyway.
6: the only time I got excited was in that last like four seconds
4: when they showed, uh Sinestro.
6: Sinestro. So, yeah. And I was like, that's the movie I want. Yeah, that I one. think the biggest
1: mm-hmm.
4: problem was they spent too much time on Earth. That's a spacey story. They should have been out in space more.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Now, uh, I talked about this. Did I talk about the, the Anne Hathaway giant lizard movie with you guys? No. What? what? Okay. I think I heard about this. This sounds
2: made up. It's not,
4: though. It's Especially not. if that's the title. Well, Anne no. Hathaway's giant lizard movie. It, it, was,
1: <laughs> it was to be called Colossal. It's being shopped around at Cannes, right? Well, it, Cannes over now, right? Uh, anyway, it no. was being shopped around at the Cannes Film Festival in France. Uh, the movie was set to star Anne Hathaway as a woman who discovers she has a bizarre, psychotic connection to a massive creature that is rampaging through Tokyo thousands of miles away. Godzilla. That's, that's the plot is that somehow mentally she has huh. connections to it. Okay. Okay. Well, So I, I read this story on the radio, right, and, and nobody said, well, that sounds terrible. Because <laughs> it sounds amazing. It goes without
4: saying, I think, that sounds terrible.
1: Well, uh, Toho, which owns Godzilla, uh, they're not happy about this like, at all. Hey, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, Toho is suing. Uh, this group claiming that the law that the filmmakers are brazenly producing advertising and selling an unauthorized Godzilla film of their own uh the studio may have some ammo to back it up colossal is being described as to the people being selling it godzilla meets being john malkovich
6: oh i heard i heard godzilla what? i heard godzilla uh meets lost in translation
1: yeah uh writer director again this sounds made up nacho vigalondo <laughs> this is not a real story said uh in in an interview it's going to be the cheapest godzilla movie ever i promise it's going to be a serious godzilla movie but i've got an idea that's going to make it so cheap that you'll feel betrayed um toho has alleged (laughs) that this guy has been sending emails and and has pamphlets and things because he's trying to get people to invest yeah that actually use photos from the American Godzilla movie. <laughs> well, then you should the sue for that. The Matthew for...
4: Broderick one or the newer one?
1: The, the Ours, the new one. Okay. Uh, the document described as director's notes also allegedly uses stills from other Toho
2: movies. Well, then movies. That's, you can sue for that. <laughs> totally. In Come on, Nacho. I, hope, I just hope that
6: <laughs> Bobcat three, uh, read, uh does his role from, a, was it One Crazy Summer,
4: when he gets into <laughs> the Godzilla suit?
2: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Let him
2: do it?
4: That's how they're keeping it cheap.
1: So I have a feeling that we won't be seeing the Anne Hathaway mentally controls a giant lizard destroying Tokyo movie.
4: It'll be America
1: anytime soon. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, another thing we do on Geek Show is dispel rumors, and uh, it's like we always say: we're never going to be first with news, but we'll mostly be right,
2: and we'll be. It's we'll, better that and way, and we'll certainly be adequate. That's
1: yeah. right, adequate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We never reported as fact the Chris Pratt is Indiana Jones news,
9: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, and everyone else ran with it. Uh, There's an interview with GQ where he sits down extensively and talks about all this stuff. The rumors about him being in Ghostbusters, not at all. Mm. That was never even brought up. He says, I was never even talked to by anybody. Uh, Let me me just give this to you. Pratt was on a a four-day hunt on a Texas ranch when his manager and agent called... Say that this fact had exploded all over the internet, and so I came home, and there were paparazzi asking me about Indiana Jones and all of that. Uh, the truth, as far as he is concerned, is that someone high up at Disney maybe mentioned him a while back when they were picking up the rights to Indiana Jones. To which Pratt commented that his action adventure card is fairly full. Uh, With what? If, well, if Jurassic World <laughs> does well, there will be sequels and Guardians. And he's this. This is his guardians' obligations. He says, "I'm tied to doing three more." What? Or five, Guardians of the Galaxy, or whatever. Yeah, which but means, I would
2: like him as Indiana Jones. Well, sure, we would.
1: <laughs> He'd do a great job. <laughs> but it, see, the point is, it was being reported as fact, oh. and it was never brought. It was never ever in in, in the in in reality. Since I, th- uh, but anyway, so that means he's got two more Guardians of the Galaxy films that he's obligated to do, mm-hmm. plus two more. Appearances, Infinity right. War. So Infinity War oh, yeah, or something sure. like that. Uh, as it happens, he's uh, he's been around Steven Spielberg a fair bit recently, working on Jurassic World uh, before and after this rumor broke. I just didn't bring it up, and he didn't bring it up. So I don't know.
6: So can I be Indiana Jones?
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: you would be great, Indiana Jones.
1: I, and, and, but... and here's the thing is that everywhere I read the reports of this GQ article, those kind of websites said... Do you believe him? Is he just lying? Oh, yeah, right. My God, why? Okay, the story's over. Yeah. End it. Wait. Do
0: you think he not... was on the set? Like he's wearing like a brown fedora and he's. And <laughs> a leather
1: and he's
4: jacket. He's going, hey,
0: hey, Steve, hey, Steve, do you, what do you think? How do I look at this hat? I don't it's, know. This hat, me look good,
4: Steve? I,
6: I
0: can't <laughs> decide. <pretty> <laughs> the brown
1: felt or <laughs> the brown <Yeah>. felt. Um,
6: he <laughs> like, hey, Steve, is this is this
0: your whip? Look how good I am with a whip!
1: <laughs> you know what the scene needs in the Jurassic Park? I think my character should have a whip. He
0: just, like,
6: everything he serves them. For, like, We'd like some cool whip. <laughs> cool whip.
1: Cool whip? <laughs>
6: I think they should go. Well, with I their, hope uh, there's no
0: snakes in this movie. <laughs> I'm afraid, I'm of, I'm afraid of them.
4: They should go Man. with their original plan and keep it uh, with Shia LaBeouf as the next Yeah, yeah. yeah. with a
1: paper bag on his head. <laughs> Uh, if you have any questions uh, for the panel about uh, whatever it may be, eight seven seven six zero two nine six nine six, you can call us up, uh, geekshowpodcast.com, on the radio. Uh, we'll wrap things up after this. X96. Also sprach Zarathustra. The theme from 2001: A Space Odyssey. So why didn't you just say that? Because that's not what it's called. It's called also Sprach Zarathustra. That's Spoke Zarathustra by Strauss. Yeah, but nobody knows it by that name. So why not just say the name? Look, you asked what my about. favorite piece of music was, and I'm just telling you. That's yeah, I'm just saying what it is. is. It just... It's the one piece that reminds me of the very moment I wanted to be an astrophysicist. Right. When you saw 2001? Yes. That's my point, that people know that song only because
6: of the movie. It's not a song, Brody. Oh, it's not a song now?
10: This is Radio From Hell with Carrie Jackson, Bill Allred, and Gina Barberi. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on X96. All
1: right. We're back. Uh, Geekshowpodcast.com on the radio. Back from whence it sprang. Yes. Uh, Let's go to the phones. Uh, John is on
0: line one. Go ahead, John. Good morning. Thanks for letting me listen.
1: Thank you. You're
0: welcome, human.
1: (laughs) So, uh, in all reality, who's really going to win, Superman or Batman?
6: Well,
4: oh, just, they're gonna be friends. Well, in all reality, they're not real. So <laughs> well, not take
1: uh, there, me. You know my. You know oh. our answer to that is who's writing it. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, they're they're gonna they're gonna be friends. They'll Maybe f- if we tussle. work together, we'll because it's dawn of right. justice. They tussle, League. Yeah.
4: They tussle and then they fight together. Yeah, they're gonna
1: form the Justice League from here. They're like, we gotta stop fighting each other. That's we gotta great- fight. Justice League. Yeah. League. Is what this means, and, uh, and, I'm, and
2: I'm sure in Geek Show you don't talk enough about how attractive furry Superman is. I'm sure you just
1: No, it. Always, no, no, no we always, talked about. It. We we address it. I always <laughs> mention that, that Gina loves this Superman. Yeah, yeah.
2: furry chested Superman is my favorite. Mm-hmm. That part, No, even when
0: like, he comes out the, of the water. No, he yeah.
2: came out of the water. Even I went. Oh,
1: <laughs> my
6: my wife oh. instinctively
1: always goes. Mm. <laughs> and she can't, can't help it. Nope. And he's and he's been hanging out. Locally. He trains here. He trains here. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, that being said... Let's go find him, Gina. Let's let's go see what he smells like. (laughs) That being (laughs) said... I bet he doesn't
2: smell like Axe or Old Lady. (laughs) No.
1: That being said, if they were to, in fact, fight, Superman would win instantly. Okay. Okay. Exactly. I agree. There's just no contest. (laughs) I mean, you're talking about a godlike being. Okay. Anne. Hello. Anne, go ahead. Uh,
11: Well, hi, Kate. Hey, I wanted to just first thank you for... Talking about the season finale of Flash, because it was amazing. We were so excited for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after Age of Ultron. We were, like, waiting with bated breath, expecting that to finally come together and really kill Flash, because all season long we've been saying, you know what, I seriously think the Flash
4: is better than Age And I love Agents
11: of S.H.I.E.L.D. Colton is my man. But either way, I wanted to share that.
1: No, S.H.I.E.L.D.? uh, Shield I
11: wanted to ask you. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's fine. Go ahead. I just wanted to ask you. are you, you talk about Ant Man a lot. You've done a shout every morning. I usually hear you between six and six thirty in mm. the morning. And I uh, just wondered, are you? Do you have high hopes for it? Because I I
6: can't lie. This one is making me nervous. I do not think <laughs> it's going to be very
11: good,
6: and
1: I'm sad about it. All right. Here's the story about Ant Man. Um, I have a soft spot for Ant-Man in my heart because of Garrett Morris. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's why, I, <laughs> that's why I do that every time. I'm, I'm Ant-Man. Because
1: there's a great sketch Saturday Night Live did when Margot Kidder was a guest host. It was a uh, Superman's birthday party and he calls his friends and she calls her friends. And, <laughs> and so the superheroes show up and regular people show up. And, and uh, one of them is is Garrett Morris dressed as Ant-Man. The first time we've ever seen any incarnation of Ant-Man right. outside of the car- uh, comic book. And they make fun of him. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. when you... Discuss Ant-Man. He does sound yeah. really lame. Yep. It's, the Hulk, it's,
0: it's the Hulk played by John Belushi that's making the, yeah, fun of him. The Flash and the
1: Hulk are, are making fun of him because uh, he shrinks down to the size of an ant but still retains his human strength.
0: <laughs> does Belushi go like, hey, watch out for this guy. He's got the strength of a human. Ant-Man, where are your ants? Oh, they're back home in the ant
7: farm. And everyone's laughing.
1: Uh,
6: but I think Paul Redd said it best, though. I think he yeah. was on uh, Letterman, I think it was. And he, and he said that... Um, you know, I, I told my kid I was going to be a Marvel superhero. And he goes, who are you going to be? And he goes, Ant-Man. And he goes, I guess we'll see how much that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, well, yeah. And then Letterman makes him explain what it is. And it's exactly what you said. And he mm-hmm. goes, yeah, so we'll see how this much sucks.
2: If, but Paul Rudd is a comedic actor. It will right. be a funny it's, movie.
4: That's the direction I'll, it looks like they're taking. Yeah.
2: I'll
6: yeah. go with yeah. my wife's reaction to it. Because she just watched the trailer the other day. And she's like, have you seen this trailer? I go, yeah. She's like, it looks goofy. And I yeah. go, yeah. That's what it is. Oh man, the, it's gonna be a
4: different tone than any other Marvel
6: yeah.
0: movie. The, the t-
4: scene in the in the trailer with the with the, the railroad
0: with the Thomas.
1: The train. The Thomas yeah. Yeah. I mean if you're <laughs> that's funny. If you're that small and you're on that train, that's life and death. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> we're standing up here watching and it's a toy. But, <laughs> it's, so if they funny. shoot it properly yeah. and,
0: and it, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Well, go back and
1: watch The Incredible Shrinking Man. It's a classic. Uh, black and white, I know you'll mm-hmm. have to power through. Uh, but there are moments where there's genuine fear happening in that film, you know, where he's being threatened by yeah. big things. and well, Just go back well, and, and th- watch uh, th- Honey, th- I
0: Shrunk the Kids. Well, you could go back and watch uh, Inner Space. Uh, Lily yeah. Tomlin in The uh, <laughs> Incredible Streaking Woman. Yeah. Her, is- she almost dies in the sink. Fantastic voyage. Yeah.
1: All right. It, as we've said before, and well, we said it with Guardians of the Galaxy, if Marvel can pull off a talking raccoon in a tree. Yeah. They can do anything. If they can pull off Ant-Man, then they-,
6: they
0: can do <laughs> Well, remember, anything. and we said it about yeah. Thor. I'm like, come on, it's Thor. I
1: wasn't interested in Thor, but mm. it turned out great.
2: In so, Marvel, we trust. Yeah.
1: so We'll see. And we're going to do a screening of it, a free screening, uh, when it premieres. We don't and have tickets now. But we don't have the tickets now, but we in, come July, we'll have that
2: for you. I'm Ant-Man. Okay, well, I'll be waiting with bated breath, guys. Thank you so much. Goodbye, Ian. And Bye. we're all hoping for a Garrett Morris. Cammy, okay. he's got to be one. in <laughs> there. Got to have one, know, hot dog vendor on the street. Yeah. Something, has <laughs> yeah. Got
1: right. to be. Aaron, hi, go ahead. Hey, thanks for letting me listen. Yes, go um, ahead. I have a question with uh, Star Trek Five. It's an oldie. Uh, <laughs>
0: not a goodie. Comes... Oh, sh-
1: I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's
6: not the whale <laughs> I one, like is it? Them all.
1: No, no. Five is uh, the, the Quest for God, <laughs> right? Oh, why does God need yeah, a Star Trek yeah. Right. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Spock refers a marshmallow to a marshmallow, and how come he does that? Is it
6: like the interpretation of it was wrong for him, or? You know what I mean?
1: Just repeat to yourself, it's just a show. I should really just relax. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. Um, that's our mantra at Geek yeah, Show. Yep. You're overthinking it. It was just done for comedy. That's all. Uh, it's it's called well, writing. I, I got it. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's I called writing it. an, an entertaining narrative. That's what you're doing. So don't worry about it. Okay. The most important line in that film is what does God need with a starship? I want you to go home and exactly. think about that one. Okay. <laughs> a very. That's the one you need to think about. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we have. So uh uh we'll we'll turn We'll turn the radio station back over to X96.
3: Hey, Geek Show. Lee here. I'd like to invite you to Fresh Compassion eatery my tasty little corner of Salt Lake City. At Fresh, we focus on plant based cuisine, but that doesn't mean you're getting a sawdust platter with a side of dehydrated kale flakes for lunch. Our passion is full flavored dishes like our signature Fancy Boy wrap, Eggless Egg Salad, and the all new Full Whitaker Nachos. We have a lot of fantastic heart healthy salads, soups, and entrees that will fill you up without emptying out your wallet. Also, check out our full service vegan coffee bar and our pastry case full of incredible goodies from cakewalk vegan bakery and you never know i just might have the latest scoop on your favorite geek stuff that's fresh compassionate eatery 145 east 1300 south suite 201 in salt lake city we're open monday through saturday 8 a.m to 8 p.m you can also call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277 get all that info at fresheats.com and thanks geek show for helping make fresh such an awesome reality
1: Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in May at Dr. Volt's. Marvel's Secret Wars gets underway. War brings all of the old and alternate universes together. Heroes fight to survive as the world explodes around them. Who will live? Who will die? You'll just have to buy and find out. A-Force. The women of Marvel finally getting their own series. Oh, here's one that I'm really excited about. Fight Club returns. Tyler Durden has lived a quiet life for 10 years. Tired of a boring suburban life, Durden's wife changes his meds, and now the mad anarchist returns with a vengeance in Fight Club 2. DC's Convergence wraps up this month. The multiverse is collapsing. The center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. The blood-dimmed tide is loosed. And everywhere, the ceremony of innocence is drowned. This is getting dramatic. The best (laughs) lack all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. There's your DC Convergence. Uh, They have regular tourneys, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic the Gathering, Hero Clicks, Action Figures and Collectibles. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. They're open seven days a week. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. I'll see you next Wednesday. Yeah.
4: Um. Oh! Jimmy, you ruin everything.
3: There we go. Jimmy Cockplock Fury Road, big time. All
1: right, come on, Jimmy. Come on, Jimmy. There we go. Oh, he's in his room there. Oh, what's your room? Did you get your room, son?
5: Let's take a look at your room.
1: This will be great podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Here, we'll look at his room while this is
3: going. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a pretty dramatic room. You know, you know what this music does to me? I mean, it brings me back to Fury Road. Shit. I mean, a good soundtrack's supposed to emulate the movie, right? Mm-hmm. This one kind of gives me flashbacks to it.
1: I think the Part of
5: the room. Motherfucker, go downstairs, because yeah, we can hear, hear you ten times better downstairs.
1: Yeah, your internet was much better downstairs.
5: Go back to the toilet paper closet. <laughs> you look 8-bit. You look you look <laughs> like gyromite right
1: now. Hey, let me now. try something. I'll
3: come right back. All right, okay. Okay, I'll continue with this. What he said
1: was... I don't know what he's doing. Okay, he's gone now. Uh, yeah, so the... He's dead! This is... Um, Junkie XL. We're listening to uh, Mad Max: Fury Road soundtrack, and uh, it's pretty, uh, pretty intense. Y'all missed well, the break. For,
5: for those, yeah, we were talking about RZA and shit, and Junkie XL. Mm-hmm. Shit got
3: philosophical in here. Fury Road is intense. It's a movie. You're exhausted after watching. Uh, Junkie XL did the soundtrack, and shit, it's so good. I mean, this shit makes me want to do karate. I listen back to it in my car, which is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is some uh, this is some dangerous driving music. Well, for this me. isn't even the intense stuff. This is this is just kind of the background atmosphere stuff. When the when the gimps with the dump truck start drumming and the guitar guy goes, it's it's some crazy yeah. shit. So. I'm
5: adding it to my workout mix on Spotify. <laughs> Warrior music, dude. You, you're gonna be
4: so ripped. I th- could definitely hear this as workout music.
5: No, have you have you listened to my mix on, on Spotify? Warrior music. It's uh-huh. it's all stuff from like Call of Duty three, four, uh, Avengers. I'm going to check. That it's like out. all the battle music. Uh, A it, lot of Alicia Keys. No. <laughs> it's mostly the Pacific Rim soundtrack.
3: Da-da-da, da-da-da. Uh the Pacific Rim soundtrack is something that I run to. Yeah. You I deadlift to Pacific Rim. Really? Yeah. What are you deadlifting? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, i I'm I'm deadlifting two
5: seventy five. Okay. Well I can get two twenty five, four reps on four sets. You know, that's that's can, that's, about, get, that's
3: about that's it. That's I can get that's, that's good for a little can, guy. I yeah. can get five reps, three sets, two seventy five. All right. But Guys, I'm also, put your
0: dicks away. No, we're not measuring. <laughs> but, but, but it's
5: out here on their table, and it's a nice table. Just I Shannon,
3: just w- Shannon, enjoy it. We are not measuring dicks. We're combining them into a mega dickzord. Yeah. Dickazord. <laughs> That's the name of the episode right there. Dicksword. Mega <laughs> Mega Dicksword. Mega
1: Dicksword. Oh, uh, we won. We named the episode. <laughs> yeah. It it was the Rums for the longest time.
3: But, <laughs> the Rums. Now it's Mega Dicksword. Well, the problem with Mega Dicksword is it takes a while to build up to it. That's really? True. Yeah, you need the right inspiration.
1: All right, pick me a story here. All right. Check it out. All
3: right. Are you like the matchmaker from Fiddler on the I Roof? Hold on.
1: hold
5: on. Let me, let me pick this Does story. Did you just
3: say a nukchuk? I got a hot, I got a hot
5: yeah. story. Go. I got a
1: hot story. All right. Let's see. Hot off the presses. This is one that Mr. Barnson will enjoy.
0: Well, oh, maybe. <laughs>
1: no, you'll
5: like this. Trust me.
1: Because you're a fan of uh, Steve Austin. Yes. A man. The bionic man?
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you meant
1: Stone Cold.
4: <laughs> what do you mean Stone Cold Steve Austin? new TV show coming on. <laughs> yeah.
1: We have the technology.
4: I'll watch that song, bitch.
1: We can make him better than he
4: was. I'll drink
0: one beer. Better. Then I'll drink two beers. Stronger.
1: Faster.
3: I'm <laughs> gonna beat my wife. Oh, Just sorry. once. A big
0: mistake. Because
1: you know they're making. <laughs> I'm sorry about that,
0: Deborah. I thought,
3: I thought she was, was the Undertaker.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't dark. hit her. It was dark. I gave her a Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> she need take a nap.
1: Because you know you got Mark Wahlberg, is attached to play Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. Play the six billion hey dollar
0: man. Undertaker, say all oh, your mother for me. I thought
3: he was playing Deborah Austin. No, the six billion dollar oh, man. Oh, the six billion dollar man, okay. It's got to be six billion, because six million wouldn't buy you much now. No, it's inflation. He's playing Bigfoot. Uh, they haven't said. <laughs> me. <laughs> <Totally>. Nick Foley. <laughs> Let's give me Mick Foley. I'll tell you He's what, too though. too short.
1: If we get a six, hey, if Big we get Foot.
3: a six billion dollar man movie and we don't get Bigfoot, I'll be disappointed.
1: I'll burn, I'll burn
0: your house down.
3: Well, not only that, we're going to have to have a tragic parachuting accident at the end. She's got to set up the bionic woman. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Katie sack gotta... off
1: is. It, you know. Well, she was. So,
3: she was in the bionic woman relaunch. Here's I, a question. I
1: enjoyed that. I, I did that too,
3: too. But I what like, they I fucked up with show. is they did not have Max the dog.
1: Oh, Gotta have the
3: bionic dog, bro. bionic woman had her bionic German Shepherd, and he can open his own fucking do- dog food with his bionic well, dog. Look at his jaw. Look for the relaunch of the bionic woman. It was about what, five years ago, something like that. that oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry to say, I watched that in Oregon, so over seven years ago. Oh, that long. Yeah, it's before. I've got, I've got enough TV to can, watch, can, oh, guys. Yes, what could
0: possibly go wrong with a... a, 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 wo, 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 uh,
3: a it was... A, so here's Here comes the $6, man. Shannon in... In chronological period, it was BGS before Geek Show. Before Ge- it was,
1: yeah. Uh, so there you go uh, The Six Million Dollar Man. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is starring. Peter Berg is directing.
0: Oh, I think we got a bionic arm here. Hey, Oscar Gordon, say hello to your mother for me.
1: Yeah. And um, it has a director. Uh, C-
0: can I get you a Bud Light?
5: You say Mac, Yakov, Yakov Smirnoff, and I'm going to give you a buzz. It? I, I like the I like this director. He's
1: he's mostly known for foreign language and independent films. Damien okay. Zifron. Okay, never mind. I thought of What he made? he <laughs> made? Well, there's a movie that's just out recently. It was uh, Oscar-nominated, Wild Tales. Never heard of it. Which I understand was a pretty cool.
3: You should say, You should change his name to Damien Sephiroth, because then Final Fantasy fans would get all excited. Uh, Argentinian filmmaker who wrote and
1: directed Wild Tales, an anthology that told six dramatic stories. And I hear they were pretty crazy. Uh, So there you go. He's your director. And uh, he says, uh, the themes surrounding this beloved property allow for the creation of a memorable sci-fi actioner, as well as a bold spy thriller. Yeah,
0: sure. So there you go. All right. Six. what they can do though he can't be an astronaut because we don't have a fucking space program anymore point
3: well no maybe he'd be working for <laughs> SpaceX maybe oh, he way. works
0: for Elon Musk
3: maybe he went up on a Russian <laughs> no, rocket you know what no, way you guys, you. we what? have
0: we have an
3: independently funded space program it could uh, be SpaceX they, yeah how, but how have you had seen had those? those
4: have you seen those things try to land
3: <laughs> have you seen their fucking <laughs> gas station down the road <laughs>
4: No, no
1: rockets no, there. there. The guys, yeah. No,
0: but there's cars. Kerry's <laughs> the got it, and I want to know. How? They
1: address it now. Uh, how? Uh, this time he is a military officer instead of a test pilot. Boring! Oh, Says bro. he uh, suffers a horrible accident saved by cutting-edge technology. So how come
4: you had the $6 million man... And they didn't just say like the 6 million dollar woman. Why did they call it a bionic woman instead? Cuz
3: the price went up from because in the 1970s women were not worth millions. Oh. They were worth thousands. Okay. Yeah. And but that's since just then, not good marketing. Since then with inflation women are now worth billions. <laughs> Does that mean men are worth trillions? <laughs> no, because we're trying to move towards equality. Oh. So men we're going to say are worth billions as well. So we're lying. Uh Jimmy's mind is blue. <laughs> you okay, Jimmy. I think we lost him. Did we lose him? Jimmy. He's turned into one of the doubles from Jacob's ladder. I'm
1: yeah. good. Oh, oh there he is. There he is. Okay. I'm here. So did, did you open that bottle
0: of whatever it was? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. like it's like he's in Afghanistan. It <laughs> yeah. really is now. And now we
1: turn into Wolf Jimmy. You you, you went up into your room and the, and the connection is not nearly as good as the lobby. You should go you back to, to the shit. The, Damn you, it. Sh- you should go back oh. to the toilet paper closet. He sounds okay. It sounds fine, but it's a delay.
6: Guys, I'm mm. in the basement. They found me.
1: Either <laughs> <laughs> that is taking dramatic pauses. Something um, in the ventilation system. <laughs> uh, pick the next story. I don't know you what happened. I don't know what happened. He had to, Jay. to go
3: poop. Right. This one's amazing, I promise. Next story. Or my name isn't Lisa's. Oh, interesting that you picked this one. Oh. It is interesting, isn't it? Because you are aware of Death Note. I am. That's the anime series about the kid who finds a journal that allows you to write a name in the book, and that will cause someone to die by whatever means that you write down.
1: The cult director behind uh, The Guest and Your Next has signed on to direct Death Note,
3: an adaptation of the horror manga. Adam Wingard is his name. Hmm? The Shinigami in Death Note is one of the freakiest things ever so if you, uh, Shinigami is like a death spirit, so if you look up Death Note and look at this thing it is freaky as shit there have been some live action Death Note movies from Korea too, but uh, I want to see it done right.
1: They're uh, writing a, uh, uh, Jeremy Slater is uh, currently writing the script, Shane Black was previously attached to direct and he's no longer doing it, yeah.
3: Which means it'll take place during Christmas. (laughs) Probably.
1: What you got there Jimmy? Uh, That one I showed you earlier the uh, La Fin du Monde. The beer that has a cork. And a champagne wire cage.
3: Well, I'm glad you found French beer. That sounds... Oh! Whoa! There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. I heard that. Wow. The,
6: is the movie tonight or... <laughs> It's actually funny. Yeah, it's it entourage is tonight, but I just right as I was coming upstairs, I got invited to go see San Andreas as well. So I'm going to go do that too.
3: Oh, dude. Oh, dude. I actually, that movie actually it looks kind fun. Kind of looks good. Uh, yeah, they,
6: they kept that junket really small. So I'm not interviewing anybody from there, but I was like, I just want to fucking see it. Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: if you want to come. You had me at Carlo Gugino. Hey, if I, you. I bet it'll make more sense than Furious 7. You had me at <laughs> hey, Alexandria <laughs> Detroit. Jimmy, do me,
1: do me a favor. She's one of my Could favorites. you, Jimmy?
3: If you get to interview Dwayne. I'm uh, not periscoping it. Oh, no, no. Let him know that my daughter names every animal she does any kind of research on in her science school, Dwayne the Rock Johnson Jr.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you So you say Carl Gugino, the, the girl that's playing
6: his daughter, Alexandra Daddario? Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, my God. I'm sorry. She's, nothing... She's, One of the
3: prettiest girls I've ever seen. Carla Gugino will always, always. She is tattooed on my heart right next to my wife. She's gorgeous,
6: too. Don't get me wrong. Of course, my,
3: my wife's name's in bigger letters, but right under it, in captions, Carla Gugino. Indeed. Yeah. All right. That's nice. Pick
1: the next story, somebody here, from the big pile of news. All right. Okay. Let's see. Oh, this is just some Star Wars news here. I like Star Wars. A little bit of Star Wars news. Uh, finding out more and more about what's going on. These these probably aren't spoilers. I don't think it'll hurt you. Um, uh, this is oh, this is from the uh, the Vanity Fair article. Oh, okay. Did you We're, see the photos? Those that? photos
3: are f- yeah.
0: Uh, Annie Leibovitz, man. Well, yeah.
3: Annie Leibovitz has been one of the best photographers in the business for decades now. Yeah. But she did a montage of all the different aliens, montage. all the practical effects. Yeah. <laughs> she did a montague of all the different uh, all the different aliens, and I want. I want there to be a spinoff movie of the little short alien with the great big nose that's all the way on the right in the Vanity Fair magazine.
6: I went to her gallery when I was in New York. Yeah, yeah, lots of pictures. We're not gallery, uh, art exhibit.
3: This is uh,
1: this is all the stuff that we learned from the Vanity Fair article. Uh, first app uh, is uh, looking at Kylo Ren without his mask, mm, dude. Uh, it is Adam Driver,
3: as yep. we have suspected all this time, uh, from girls with his unfocused lightsaber. Exactly. His kyber crystals I it was aren't. Con. Those kyber crystals aren't focused. It's uh, been
1: long-held suspicion that he was cast as the villain, and now we we know for sure. Uh, lots of shots of his costume and mask in the mm-hmm. in the in that uh, magazine. Uh,
3: Jimmy's,
0: uh, hmm? Jimmy's like eating a bag of chips. Yeah, no, no, we, we What are you eating?
3: <laughs> you eating <No>. Funyuns? <laughs> what do Funyuns taste you like you in eating? California? <laughs> oh, Jesus,
1: Jesus, cheese. It's did you get different. those?
0: Did you get those out of the mini bar? They're fucking twenty-three dollars.
3: I got some money. I'm he's good. he's got a two hundred dollar <laughs> premium.
1: Cheese its are different from cheese nips. One twenty five.
3: That that shit's bad for your colon, dude. Seriously, eats more of it you've got a nutritionist for a friend, and you're sitting there eating cheese. It's
1: <laughs> uh, we didn't learn much about driver's new role, really, but there was a lot of information, and I I've been wondering why we haven't seen. I just like saying her name, Lupita Nyong'o, mm. well, anywhere she's, she's in any of the trailers.
3: Mo- she's playing a mocap character. This is
1: what we found out. Her character is uh, Maz Kanta. She's the Falcon! Or Kanata. No, she's the boss of the pirates. She is a pirate, uh, space pirate uh, queen. She's mm. the boss.
9: Oh! Uh, she makes she my pita longco. She,
1: <laughs> she will be entirely CGI. <laughs> yep. uh, Maz Kanata has her own castle and a whole gaggle of uh, great-looking aliens and droids to lord over because she is a space pirate. Uh, Galactic travelers, smugglers, and other assorted riffraff filled the main hall of the pirate Maz Kanata's castle.
3: Yep, she's got an evil, evil castle. What movie it's are we talking about?
6: Shame that CGI because she is very Wars,
3: dumb dumb. Oh, she's, oh. She's, she's she's a fantastic actress, and I would actually like to see more Asian actors in Star Wars. I mean, that's that that would be kind of a significant move forward. But at the same time, she will make a fantastic character. Captain Phasma is the one. That I'm. That's uh, Freak tar- yeah, Jul- Tarth. Julian Cresty. That's Jay's uh,
5: latest. Yeah, crush. she plays banana in The latest crush. That's been a crush. Mm-hmm. I'm. am sorry. Oh,
3: how, will, how tall is she? Like six four? I don't she's care. She's tall. No, I she's really her,
5: tall. I will let her dunk on me. I will get on a ladder and wax that she ass. She has
3: <laughs> silver chrome trooper armor, and she looks fantastic. Uh, she's, and she's so nice. <laughs>
4: so we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah, no, I'm, I was
0: gonna say it bodes well for the entertainment value of this show and the producer tunes out.
3: I'm sorry, I was
4: I wasn't listening. I was no, thinking I, of something else. I'm
0: it's I am so
3: I mean without without even Jimmy just froze and his face is halfway off the screen. No, it's pretty entertaining. He's he's. Just, I'm so excited for the Star Wars movie. It's not even funny, but I still well, don't know if it's going to top Fury Road. Well, here are some other things that we learned. Um
1: the use of real-life puppets and creatures was very important to J.J. Abrams. Oh, cool. Important nice. to this. Uh, he refused to polish some of his work in post-production because he wanted it to look preposterous.
4: Yes. For
1: example... That's very anti-Lucas. One scene features an alien creature that abruptly pops out of the desert landscape with glowing flashlight eyes that make it look like a distant cousin to the Jawas or something. Ah. Abrams calls it a classic old-school seesaw puppet. We just buried it in the sand, and the creature guy pushed down on one side, and the thing came up on the other side. Uh, In an effects session, the scene scene got a big laugh while they were going and looking at it. Some said, let's polish it up digitally to make it look better. Abrams said, hmm, it's so old-school and crazy, we could improve on this thing. But at what point do we lose
3: the wonderful preposterousness? Well, that's the frog dog in Return of the Jedi. You've got, yeah. the, you've got the little critter yeah. that's, that's eating the little whatever else yeah. it is that's outside of Jabba's palace. Yeah. And that was all, you know, it was all puppets. Yeah. And it was goofy as shit and we all laughed. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what that scene calls back to.
1: And then finally, what we gleaned from the Vanity Fair article, during an effects review while watching a sequence with spaceships flying low over the desert planet, mm-hmm. J.J., Asks to pause the scene, and with a light pen, draws a little squiggle on a sand dune. He Says, "I have thought about putting Jar Jar Binks' bones in the desert there." <laughs> oh, just a, let it go. It gets a big laugh in the room, and he says, "I'm serious. Only three people will notice, but they'll love it."
3: <laughs> I I don't want. I'll I be know, one of I those know, three. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people want Jar Jar to die. I'm not one of them. I know you're not. No, and it's just not want that to forget I forget about him. No, it's not that I love Jar Jar. It's just that he was—he was. You think about it, every Star Wars movie has your surrogate, it has your your character that you can live as during the movie. So in Episode Four, it's C three PO or an R two D two. You can live through them, or you can live through Luke. In Episode One, it was a lot of slapstick and it was a lot of broad strokes. But Jar Jar was the character. He was the surrogate that kids could live through. He was the goofball. He was a dumbass. And perhaps racially inappropriate. But uh, <laughs> but but he was the character that... And, and again, I think that was largely unintentional. Because Ahmed Best, I don't think as a black man, Ahmed Best is sitting here going, oh, let's make a racially inappropriate character. Well, um, I can tell you that when that first movie started, and I'm
1: sitting next to uh, my wife and her brother, mm-hmm. and the... Uh, Oh, the trade droid. The trade, 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 trade federation. The trade federation oh, aliens hero. showed up. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was like a totally. no, Obi Wan will not know, and and Drew literally. I'm sitting next to him. Okay, Korean. Good old Porterhouse. Yeah. Porterhouse. So really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> and they were wearing like kimonos yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Kimonos, they had little glasses that made their eyes
3: it's about as ober- I will, Is about I will hon- I will honestly say and I'm not being excuses by any means, but I think George Lucas growing up on Charlie Chan movies, he's not even thinking twice about it. Yeah. He's so I am going to say it's more ignorance than racism. <laughs> but at the same time, eh, I don't we've know. Moved, we've moved past it. I now. will <laughs> just tell you this. Okay.
5: <laughs>
3: Lizas, I love you. Love mm-hmm. you like a brother.
5: Love mm-hmm. you like love you like my favorite uncle. <laughs> Is that more than a brother or less than a brother? Well, it depends on whether it's a touchy uncle <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll or We'll get don't. to the black guy stuff later. Oh, okay, okay, cool. That, that,
1: we'll, we'll take a break. And we'll <laughs> but I will just
5: tell you this. Um, I went and saw episode one with my father. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he took me through all this. Yeah, you already <laughs> yeah, know where this is going. Jimmy knows where it's going. Uh, but he, he, wa- he made me watch the Star Wars movies. You know, he got me into that as a kid. And he we sat there <laughs> in the theater watching episode one. And every time Jar Jar Binks said something, Mm-hmm. My dad, Papa Felix, (laughs) said... The fuck? Oh, no, I know. (laughs) Each fucking time. I know. I know. The fuck is this shit? No, and and I remember... The fuck is... I didn't... i didn't. $38.50 for this
9: fucking
3: shit. I didn't didn't know shit about Step and Fetch It until I saw Spike Lee talking about it afterwards. And that's when you get into the inherent ignorant racism of the 30s and 40s, where you have these characters going out there. So, But, you know, I kind of look at the early 2000s as a... As a shall we say a forging point in our society where we're starting to learn what is and what isn't yeah. appropriate. Yeah. So it, it was a, it was an awkward time.
5: I mean, I bet it was. And don't get me wrong, like I like, do I still think it was slapstick? I I will definitely agree as as a comedian and a guy who grew up on cartoons. Totally agree. It was, yeah. it, was it, it was slapstick, but there was a line that like I can't remember where, but it, but I can't remember where the movie like crossed over into that weird part. But I do remember my dad distinctively going, "The
11: fuck is this shit?" Well, there's
3: there's there's an interesting there's an interesting conversation to come up from this because you look at uh, Spielberg, or not Spielberg, but Lucas, uh, who was in his late fifties, early sixties when when Episode One came out, and you're talking about old men yeah. revisiting their own franchises, yeah, and and really what he did is is in the first movie he went back to stuff that was familiar and that was comfortable to him, and and he also kind of went into movies that he watched as a kid. So, you're dealing with your Step and Fetch It and your Fu Manchu mm-hmm. movies and whatever else that, mm-hmm. that actually now we look at and go, oh, wow, this is grossly racist. And then you look at George Miller, who goes into a movie like Fury Road and he directs a movie as a 70 something year old man. Looks like it was directed by a 20 year old guy who did a shitload of speed. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay, well, <laughs> here's a difference in the caliber of directors here. So, Spielberg is very, or not Spielberg, but Lucas is very much a, a product. Of his influences, yeah, no, and he I, always, agree. And he I always agree. has his. So I think that's where the racism of those of those early, especially Jar Jar Binks, uh, and and you'll notice in episode two and episode three, Jar Jar is actually drawn back yeah. more and Cause, more because there was a huge fucking outrage. Yeah. I remember well, that. And shit. and yep. this is a man who actually looks at his at at his fans and goes, "Oh, wait a second, yeah. I got i And he did every single movie. He said, "Oh, wait, I'm going to listen to my fans here for a second And and Jar Jar actually has no lines, and oh. Maybe a few lines in the third movie. Yeah, he's got like two. And, and yeah, then he,
0: and then he ultimately listens and goes, "Yeah, I won't make any more of these." Yeah. And then, and then yeah, Michael Bay off. saw, yeah. and then Michael Bay <laughs> saw it.
5: Michael Bay saw Jar Jar Binks and was like, "Yo, oh, how, can make- I, how can I put that in Transformers Two?
8: Yeah, mud flaps. <laughs> yeah, how can
5: how I can make that?
3: We, we need some black Transformers can bull teeth."
8: Huh? I'm a robot I can't read.
9: I'm trying
3: to transform up in here. And that's, I think, I think is where we get into the fascinating <laughs> point of the life that we're in right now is that mm-hmm. we have all this media that's directed straight at us and some of it missed. Now, that being yeah. said, one of my favorite movies is
1: 1941 and I won't watch it with my Asian wife. All right, let's move <laughs> on.
3: Horry Wood! All right.
1: Let's move on to... All right. <laughs> To games and uh, DVDs, Harry
3: Wood. Oh,
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, go ahead and do. Start with games. I'll give uh, Jimmy a second to get his uh, stuff together. Okay. There. What do you got, Tony?
4: Okay. Well, I hope Jimmy's almost ready because we got no games this week. <laughs> 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 There's really not anything. Not worth much looking at. Right I mean, let's see. No. No, we need. So, what you need to do is go play The Witcher 3 from last week.
3: No, what you need to do is play Marvel Heroes 2015. Because I need an X Men team to go around his. I'm guaranteeing you're playing Deadpool, aren't you? No. No?
6: I I I, I need. I need. What are you playing? You're playing as Luke Cage, right? You're
7: playing
5: Luke Cage. Okay, well, we can do an Avengers team. Yeah, but I'm down to do Deadpool, but I mean, you know. By the way. For the motherfucker at the gym that complimented me on my Spider-Man tattoo, oh, I wanted oh. to whoop the shit out Deadpool of that Spider-Man
1: it's Deadpool okay, tattoo. Deadpool
3: tattoo. Okay, so if you're if you're doing Luke Cage, I'm uh, gonna take I'm, I'm gonna sorry. I'm gonna take my uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take my Hawkeye character, and I'm gonna buy the Cape Bishop, Cape uh, Bishop avatar. So I'll be the the girl Hawkeye to your Luke Cage. Okay. Oh, that'll be great. So uh, again, Citizen K twenty three. And uh, what, was, what were you going by? Full Whitaker. Full Whitaker. Yeah, so come, right. play, come play Marvel Heroes with us. All right, Jimmy, what do you got DVDs?
6: All right. Well, Jeff Bridges decided to star in a uh, another fantasy film called
3: The Seventh Son. Oh, it's so bad, uh, Jimmy. It's really bad. It's so bad. I still want to see it. I watched it last night. It's worth watching for how bad it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
6: There was a film that never even screened for anybody called The Loft. That had some, you know, actors in there. Um, what's his name? Carl Urban's in there. James Mardson. you know, that's Dread and Cyclops right there. But oh, okay, that, that's but, a you know, street from uh, Modern Family. I don't know if you guys know him or not, but he's a good, good actor. But I, I just heard this was terrible. The <laughs> Loft. I don't know.
1: Okay, so uh, that was bad.
6: Let's see, Ray Donovan, season two.
1: Yes, Yeah, Canada yes. Really loves this show. Yes, this is one of our favorite shows. Love me it. and Mister B.
6: Uh, I remember renting these movies back in the day. I don't remember anything about them because I was like, God, probably 10 years old. But uh, there was Enter the Ninja and Revenge of the Ninja. Yeah. (laughs) And they're putting both of those on Blu-ray. Yeah.
0: Those, uh, (laughs) were those the ones? No. Yeah, they were filmed. Some of them were filmed in uh, Utah. Were they? Oh, were they? Mm -hmm. Cool. All
6: right. Uh, I love the old, like, 80s movies where they made them just to have parties where they would have just gratuitous nudity. And I would watch them when I was, like, 12. Uh, and ski school was one of those movies. Ski, ski school,
9: school,
6: yes. <laughs> so that one's out. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, touch of evil. That's actually a great film directed by Orson Welles. Oh it's got yeah. One of, the, one of the greatest tracking shots that opens it.
1: I've I've, in, I've got it in there on uh, just regular DVD in my room. Yeah. TV room. It's 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 an interesting film. Is this it's, one where Heston plays a a, a Mexican? Uh, Is, am I, I thinking think so. of the right one? Yeah, I think that's it. Is Touch of Evil where Charlton I've Heston plays it. a Mexican, Lee? That's the one, okay. Oh, it's, uh, speaking of racism. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Touch of Evil being re-released. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Lee had to go to the bathroom for a sec. So. Too
3: that's much my... liquid in my
1: body.
6: All right. Uh, Welcome back, Carter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> speaking Season of three. racism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Puerto Rican Jew. Uh, hey, that's just the theme of this episode, I guess. It seems to be.
3: You uh, need to watch Watch Welcome Back, Carter, and then watch The Bubble Boy. So uh-huh. you can see the... yeah. yeah.
6: Uh, Flash Gordon Conquers the Universe...
1: These are the old serials. Larry yeah. Bus- Is it Love Larry Buster those. Crab? Buster I, Crab, is it? Oh, I loved those when I was a kid.
3: I, I remember the mud men coming out of the walls. And yeah. yeah.
1: It's Thun and his lion men. <laughs> <laughs> and then and whenever, whenever, whenever,
3: whenever their ships would land, it would take like four minutes because you'd see the sparkler in the back of the spaceship. The guy who played Ming in those, yeah, the sparklers on the ships were great. I, mm-hmm. And there were many
1: times I know they caught fire. Yeah. They had to have those models. But the guy who plays Ming in that is... Not good, uh, only, no. only because because uh, Max von Sydow came along and
3: just knocked it out of the park. Well,
1: we were—he's he, just an old guy who's just not very threatening. He just okay, did not have the voice. So you're, you know? you're
3: five old, five years older than I am. Yeah. Uh, Shannon's about a year, two years younger than I am. But I remember on Channel Twenty, mm-hmm. which does not exist the, anymore, the
1: UHF loop.
3: Yeah, they had the the Lighthouse Twenty show, mm-hmm. and every day at four, Captain
0: Cutlass. Every
3: day at four thirty, Lighthouse Twenty would cut two. The Flash Gordon serials yeah. with Larry Buster Crab. And they would mm-hmm. be the same thing. We'll be back on the flash with Flash. And they play the old Larry Buster Crab Crab serials. Mm-hmm. And they were great. I don't care if Ming sucked. It was well, so it, fantastic. It's not that he,
1: it, I just felt like they could have found an actor who had a little bit more gravitas at the yeah, time.
3: Yeah. But I I I, I imagine he just
1: seemed to be like a frightening old oh, sure, man, really. Sure. Uh,
3: but I imagine going back to the nineteen thirties and early forties where that was playing before every movie. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine sitting down to watch a an Orson Welles movie. You're gonna you're gonna watch some great, fantastic movie. And here's your here's your Larry Buster Crab. You know, six minute Flash Gordon cereal. Here's an hors d'oeuvre. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want to go there. All, All right. right. I got a question,
5: Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. Jimmy, what's up? Uh, this was tweeted, and I noticed somebody from Geek Show replied to it. Uh, Hang on. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The gr- Into the Grizzly Maze. Is this movie for real? <laughs>
1: Can somebody confirm this? I, I was the one who tweeted. Yeah,
5: James Marsden, you guys may remember him as Cyclops. Thomas Jane, you guys may remember him as Punisher. Uh, Piper Par-
1: Piper Paraboo. Yeah. yeah.
5: And then Billy Bob Thornton, Into the Grizzly
1: Maze. Like It It seems like it has to be a well, fake movie. See, I, like I, the, the poster. When I posted at the time, I, it looked fake. And so I commented, I did some research. <laughs> it's an actual movie. There's, the a the There's a
4: trailer for it on There's YouTube. There's a trailer for it, yeah.
5: I, I never, like, well, because I, I was going through, like, you know. It's
1: it's it's, uh, it's killer bears. It it sounds ridiculous.
3: Is it, is it, they take, like, the ancient Cretan maze that the Cyclops lived in and put a grizzly
0: in it? Uh, I know they're being chased by bears. That's all I know.
1: Theseus, I am your grizzly bear!
0: <laughs> well, uh, here's what I've heard it's about. It's uh, about two estranged brothers reunited their childhood home this is already in the sick. Alaskan wild. Uh, they set out on a two-day hike. And are stalked by an unrelenting grizzly bear in
5: a maze.
0: That was uh, a movie we called? The Edge. Yeah, yeah. I
3: right? think that was Where but, the Alec Baldwin and no, uh, no, no. Wait, wait. wait. That was Tony Tompkins. Yeah. That was a yeah. Liam Neeson movie called Wolf Punch. <laughs> Wolf Punch. That's true. Is Rose? Uh, Roseanne? Tony's this, playing the audio.
1: Hang oh. up. We got a real mess couple bootleg cutters Scott, go ahead
5: yeah, It's a bear Damn right, it's a bear, it's a, bear double? a big nasty son of a bitch oh, <laughs> Lord mercy He's the best tracker I know He's a butcher Somebody's gotta go after
9: this thing You deal with your brother I'm coming with you I'm
8: gonna kill a bear I'm gonna kill a
7: bear I'm gonna do this for a Bob
1: bear
8: There's a killer bear out here Some people bear already dead. bear
7: This time we stick together the grizzly maze. <laughs> Even grizzlies can get lost down there. <laughs> Bears are scared.
1: Looks like they're all leaving the maze. Like they're
7: running from
1: something. It's I think staring. we've got a problem.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, it's a bear!
8: We're in the kill zone.
0: We're in the kill zone!
7: You see that bear, you kill it. <laughs>
9: it's
7: like your bear was tracking us. This ain't your average bear. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, <this laughs> not your average bear!
4: How can you say that? Too deep in the maze.
1: How can
3: you say that with a straight face?
6: You know what I think that booty gets back?
3: I just want the last scene. It's not territorial. Hungry. It's pissed off. Uh
9: oh
5: gets
1: angry. All of you taste the same. Uh. <laughs> oh God.
0: I'm going to camp out for that motherfucker.
1: Yeah, you're you be the what Lord I one. think that is for real? June 26th. I think,
6: I think that's like all those actors hanging out. Like, And they're like, did you see this fucking script about a bear? And they're like, should we do it just but, for fun? Let's do it.
0: Uh, just to so let like you I guys just, know.
4: Like I'll do it if
3: you do it. I just want that bear to show up with a picnic a basket. Yeah, I was gonna say, didn't they just quote Yogi
4: yeah, right yeah. there? Yeah, they did. I oh, was waiting for
0: them to man. throw the bear in. Hey, not <laughs> your average bear. That not average bear.
5: <laughs> no, Matt Goldberg at at Matt Goldberg tweeted that, and I saw that, and I fucking I lost my shit. When I, I, I hope
0: remember. Ranger that, Smith doesn't get mad. That not average bear is played by Bart the Bear. Oh really? And he's credited as the Red Machine. He's nice. a famous no. He's a famous bear yes. actor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he lives yes. in he yeah.
4: lives in
3: Park City,
0: doesn't he's, he? He's he's done, played, yeah.
3: He played a really burly gay guy in a movie. No, movie. he's a, he's a local. <laughs> a bear. He lives
0: up <laughs> on the mountain. Up on the mountain. I could go hang out with Bart the he's Bear. He's your neighbor, man. Hey Bart. <laughs>
1: hey Shannon, meet your neighbor
6: sometime.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna so, uh, I'm gonna call him to see if he wants to go. Shannon, to the, Shannon if we, he wants to go to the No Name Saloon and should we uh,
3: Should we reenact one of those conversations? I'll be Bart the Bear.
0: Hey, Bart, the bear, you want to go to the No Name Saloon and have a, bu- a buffalo burger? <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> I'll drive, you stupid bear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mr. B, if you would, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, guys. It's uh, some more of this rum ham. It's good.
10: <laughs> rum ham. Oh, <laughs> uh, ready, dad. How's it going? Great, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too.
6: This is a kind of a different role we've kind of seen you in, more sinister, I'd say. Have you, have you found a new calling in, in the
10: roles you kind of want to start playing? It's uh, It's been a lot of fun. In the past two years, I've gotten to play a lot of kind of unsavory, if not totally villainous characters. Uh, the first season of Spoils of Babylon got to play a really over-the-top, larger-than-life character. And this guy is definitely, you know, he functions as the villain in the movie. Um, but Doug did a great job of creating a three dimensional character where you can see why he is the way he is and the sure. insecurity and the <laughs> you know that the spoiled rich kid complex that sort of drives him. You've been acting for
6: gosh over over twenty years now. Yeah. Is there still a dream project that, out there that you kind of want to grab and God, try out?
10: I don't know. I mean, when, when I went to college, uh, you know, I studied experimental theater at NYU and we did a lot of you know creating our own work there. And, and now it's kind of fun because there's some projects that I'd I'd like to to get made. Um, Uh, you know, that I've written, and uh, hopefully that'll be a new development in the next couple of years.
6: Sure. Yeah. And the film, they kind of talk about, you know, hey, we can always go home to mom and and,
10: kind of, you know, kind (laughs) of give this up. If you weren't acting, what do you think you'd be doing? For me, I'd be involved in some, in some respect to to the industry. You know, I love movies, and, you know, it's just such a great time for comedy, and with streaming, and with, uh, uh, you know all, all of these uh, you know outlets like you know Yahoo and I did a show on Amazon and Hulu and everything and what Netflix is doing There's just such a wide variety of projects that can be made that might not have found a home You know ten years ago. Or yeah, so. so it's a really fertile creative environment when you started uh, working in, in this industry How much has it changed since when you started to now a lot? You yeah. know and and I think I've, I've seen a couple articles out there just about how different the world was when entourage first started You know and, yeah um, you know, the paparazzi is different, you know, social media has changed the way that films are promoted, and, and, uh, Uh, You know it can be a deciding factor and if a film is made and I know you know for the social media factor It's been crucial for entourage because it's a fan base. That's been able to Continue engaging with everybody, you know, and you know with Doug's Twitter feed or you know what Adrian's doing online And uh, certainly what Jerry's been doing with his podcast and everything and it just keeps fans engaged um, You know in that period between when the show ended and now we're making the movie
6: Yeah, you know obviously started as a television show now a movie Is there a film or is there a television show from your childhood that you would love to see turn into a
10: movie? I I I don't know if they're going to make an arrested development movie but yeah, i guess that's not really my childhood but that that would always be cool i'd love to see what they do you know on the big screen yeah although i think they're doing a fifth season which is great yeah i think they are yeah. bringing another one back cool it was yeah. an absolute pleasure to meet nice you nice meeting you excuse me take man. care take care Very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you.
6: For you, is it harder to portray a a fictional character or maybe when you're playing a version of yourself?
11: I think it's easier being a version of myself because I'm new to acting and it's easy to be a little Mm self-conscious. If you're doing, it kind of reminds me when I first started doing MMA and people would tell me to go shadow box in the corner. I'm like, am I doing this right? I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, do I look dumb? And, if I get to play myself, I know that I am the world expert at being myself, and no one can tell me how to be more of me better. True. So it was it was nice knowing like. I know something more about this part because yeah. it being a comedy, it was outside of my comfort zone a little bit. Sure, and I just learned so much. I was happier to be me. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you, you mentioned you're new to acting. There's any uh, like a genre or a director or an actor that you want to work with? That do you? Well,
11: my dream role uh, would probably be to be Beatrix Kiddo's daughter and <laughs> Kill Bill three, and I get to fight the other daughter to protect my you know my Uma Thurman mama. But yeah, you know, Quentin Tarantino, I've always been a huge fan of him as a director, sure. but that's that's more of a pipe dream. <laughs>
6: From Salt Lake City, I don't know if you heard of this or not, but uh, Mitt Romney and Evander Holyfield just got into the ring uh, Saw that. For, for charity. Is there any celebrity that you'd want to get into the ring with and bout it out for some charity?
11: Um, Someone that, I mean, I would have to be nice to them. <laughs> of course. Well, actually. Me and Gina Carano, because that way we wouldn't have to, you know, do like a stage thing. We could do something real, and if we could do it for charity, that would be awesome.
6: (laughs) My friend told me this just yesterday, and I thought he was going to just get me in trouble with you, like it was fake. What? What is your fascination with Pokemon?
11: I don't know. It's like strangely meditative in a way. Ever since I was like 13, 12, 13 years old, I loved it, and it was just... I mean, it's like a strategy game that has fighting in it, and you can put it down at any time. It's not like one of those games where, like, Call of Duty,
6: where you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, don't try to kill me, you know? It's just
11: like, you know, I'm going to use flamethrower because yeah. your guy is a grass-type button, you know? It's, it's a very chill, relaxing game.
6: Yeah. You know, this film's based on a, uh, a TV series that was switched into a movie. Is there a, a TV series from your childhood that you would love to see get the movie treatment? Ooh, that's a good one.
11: I mean, they already made one, but I wish they did another. I was obsessed with Dragon Ball Z as a kid. Yeah. I really, really was. And if they could do, like, you know, an Android saga version of Dragon Ball Z, I would love that. I don't <laughs> be Android 18?
6: <laughs> it was a pleasure meeting you. Very Thank nice you, to meet s- you so much. Thank you. It's very nice to meet both of you. Oh, good Thank to meet you. you. When was the first time you guys heard that this was going to be made into a movie from the television series, and what was your first reaction? Well, you
8: know, we, we heard that we were going to do it. Pretty early on, we we had the idea we were going to do it, but then I started worrying, is it really going to happen, because so much time had passed. Sure. But, uh, yeah, we finally got the
7: call saying that
6: (laughs) Doug wrote the script and read it right away and loved it and took it from there. There you go. In your opinion, how realistically is Hollywood and the film industry represented in this franchise?
12: (laughs) I I think it's very realistic, you know, uh, as Kevin's been saying, uh, you know, all this stuff really does happen. I'm kind of stealing his answer. No, no, absolutely. Just not always to the same crew, to the same guy. Sure. Um, I, I think the stories do come from whether they come from us or Mark Wahlberg or, for the most part, Doug Allen, who was the driving force. They're, mm-hmm. they're coming from somewhere.
6: Yeah. yeah. In the film, you guys talk about, you know, if this doesn't work out, we can always go back to mom's house. Like, that's, <laughs> right. you guys, if, you weren't, if you weren't acting today, what do you think you'd be doing? You know, I really could go back to mom's house. <laughs> you know, I got
8: my parents. It's great to go there. You're three squares a day. You know, it's nice. Uh, I always thought I'd be an artist. My dad's a portrait painter. Okay. And I always thought maybe, uh, maybe I'd be in the art field
0: somehow. Sure.
12: Something having to do with sports. Uh, I think yep. I'd be maybe coaching somewhere. I mean, the the dream job would be to be like a GM of a sports franchise there that would go. be a really cool alternative I'd actually quit acting right now
6: <laughs> get a phone call I'm out see you guys later
12: yeah. call me Mark Cuban call
6: me. <laughs> <laughs> obviously the, the the franchise deals a lot with cameos and stuff like that is there a cameo for me the series or even the film that kind of left you awestruck after you met someone it's been many uh, I'm gonna say the series the first time we met Tom Brady Tom Brady was just yeah. such a great guy and he filled
8: in Someone fell out, so he was a last second fill in. <laughs> just to have him come in and step in, it
12: was pretty, pretty awesome. good replacement uh, cameo to have Tom Brady come in. I also like James Cameron was really oh, cool, Cameron. You know? good. Oh, uh, Cameron, good choice. And I think he also legitimized. The alternate entourage universe. For sure, sure. Aquaman sounds like a at the time maybe not the greatest movie, but James Cameron's Aquaman. Sounds that's great. like a movie sounds that we great. all would want to see. Yeah, you know? for the sure. Movie
6: though, Liam Neeson right. new cameo. <laughs> Had a lot of good ones. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. The, you know, obviously the film's based on uh, a TV show turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. Is there a TV show from your childhood that you'd like to see turned into a movie?
12: Hmm, that's a good question. A TV show from my childhood. Mm. I mean,
8: Gunsmoke maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's a little bit. <laughs> You know what? It, it, it was. I was a. I was a small kid, but I remember my brother Matt saying, "You know, Marshall MacDillon. He had the name." So, uh, so
11: I always thought, "Wow, that would be cool." Yeah, Gunsmoke.
12: I was a big Rifle MacGyver Man, fan. Rifleman. Oh, I know they made MacGruber, yeah. which yeah. was like a
6: parody of sure, that. Absolutely. So I came close, but I was a big MacGyver fan. Awesome! It's nice to meet both of you. guys. Nice to meet you right. too. It's nice to meet both of you. Uh, you know, how long ago did you guys hear about the movie being made, and what was your first reactions to it?
12: I, I mean, I couldn't wait to get back in there. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's been the best fun I've ever had in my life, and and now to make it a movie, and to and to give this experience, what I think it's always been ready to 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 to, to be presented in a the theater with a group of people, and and it's a fun ride from beginning to end.
8: It was always in the rumor mill. Yeah, you know, it was
12: something we always kind of talked
8: about, and then. You know, *Sex in the City* came out and did pretty well, and we thought, hey, maybe maybe <laughs> there could be a you know a smaller market for us. I mean, you know, sure. not, never compare yourself to *Sex in the City*. I mean, they're <laughs> they're a juggernaut, but you know, we we thought you know it was something that we always kind of wanted to do. So it was always kind of out there. Yeah. Um, and then it just slowly became a little bit more of a reality, and then next thing you knew, there we were standing there shooting the movies. So.
6: There you go. In in your opinion, uh, how realistically is Hollywood and the film industry portrayed? in the
12: franchise. Surprisingly quite accurate.
6: Yeah. I
8: mean, I think it more it's more accurate than people think. I mean, sure. it's heightened to a certain extent, but I think that people think that it's more uh more heightened. It, it, it's really close. Well, but there's yeah.
12: also parts that we had to leave out because it would seem implausible, but it was actually <laughs> true. Right. Sure. You know, there's some crazy things that happen in Hollywood.
6: The film says there's a part where he says, you know, if this doesn't work out, we can go back to Mom's house. Queens. Fact, yeah, there you go. Uh, if you guys weren't acting, what do you think you'd be doing today? I
8: mean, my whole family is cops, so I'd probably... Would be, <laughs> I'd be a good narc, <laughs>
6: right? Don't you think?
8: Uh, um, I probably would have been a... Probably, if it sounds crazy, but I'd probably have been a cop, yeah. yeah. That's my guess. Uh, you have been an artist. you have been a street artist. <laughs>
12: <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I always thought that, you know, being... A psychiatrist would be, mm. f- I mean, growing up in New York, there's always a need for. You'd be a good. S- t-
8: by the way, I'm going to talk to you a lunch about
12: some of my problems. You'd be good.
8: Good.
12: good. I'm a good listener.
8: You are a good listener.
6: Just lay across the table. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> Our franchise deals a lot with cameos, obviously. Is there still, for me, the series or the movie of a cameo that kind of still left you awestruck after meeting someone? Liam
8: Neeson. Yeah, we, we, we talked. You stop stealing my <laughs> Liam Neeson. He's
6: stealing my Liam Neeson because that's who I've been saying is my favorite cameo. He, like,
8: is this Pharrell, and, you know, Pharrell is this iconic. Although I've met him
12: before, so I couldn't genius. say
8: it. Right. Um, but Liam Neeson to yeah. me, I mean, I you know, I, I was a little starstruck by Liam Neeson. There
6: you go.
12: I want to say Ronda Ronda Rousey, but she but has she's a, not a Kenyan, not a thing. That's the difference. But to meet a her, yeah.
6: she, it was amazing. What television show would you like to be turned into a movie that's from your childhood? Three's Company. Oh, it's a good one. Mm. The Facts of Life. Facts <laughs> nice of <to> Life, that's <laughs> a good one too. You just like to see yeah, no, you could
8: do but Family Ties. How about Family totally Ties? Family Ties. By the way, <laughs> Saved by the Bell, the movie. Oh, you. by the way, good
12: <laughs> one. Cool. It was nice meeting both of you. Great. Thank yeah. you very thank you, much.
7: You, Thanks, Appreciate guys. that. Yeah, man. man.